Gorgesus, right. Yep. Uh, what a precious old lady. It's like Godzilla of the religious world? No, it's like how rappers say gorgeous. It's how Jay-Z oh. and oh, Yeezy... Old white like Gojira and then Gojiris. It's like a supersized Asian Jesus. That's so... <laughs> wow. Wow. And you said I was wow. being racist earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, welcome. Welcome, everyone. Kevin, welcome. Welcome to you, Kevin. Matt, welcome to me as well. Welcome. Oliver, I just want you to know know you're in a safe place. I just want you to know you just feel welcome here. Whatever you want to share, if you want to share anything, feel free. Okay, so I was webcamming my crotch earlier. Uh-huh. Tell us a little. Do you want to share about that? Do you want to tell us about why the webcam... Should I just show you? I, I, I could probably just show you. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, let's but, see how this goes. I'm going to call this bluff. And if I see penis, I guess I see penis. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> Wouldn't be the I'll first time. Based on some sort of list. <laughs> for the rest of his life where he's uh, required to tell his neighbors who he is. Yeah, I don't want, want to be on that list anymore. Eric Peterson. Welcome Hello. also. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Viewers, listeners, welcome. Welcome. Do you guys speaking of safe place, Matt, do you guys uh-huh. in, in Canada up there have at your at certain gas stations or certain stores signs that say um, this is a safe place and has like a picture of a child walking into a house or something like that. Have you guys ever heard of that? We have oh, 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 block parents. No, we have like block parents is the same. I think we used to have block parents. I have haven't seen parents? a block parent sign think, in like so long. I yeah, think Bryce's I imagine, parents still have a block parent sign up in there. I could, I could imagine block parents as an easy way for yeah, oh, a yeah. not safe place for kids. It was like that old helping hands sign or something like that where you could just put a piece of paper in your window that said, we're a helping hands location and kids could go and have daycare. And it just What if would... we turn it? What if, okay, let's get some kids who want to make some money. Let's send them into these people's houses and just rob them blind. Let's just steal all their stuff. <laughs> now, I was getting, I was actually going to ask, because down here at some of our gas stations, we have a sign that says this is a safe place or, or something like that. And the way I understand it, it's essentially, if you don't want your child, you dump them at the gas station. What? No, no, no. If the child gets lost or something, they can go there and be able to contact their parents. It's a rape-free zone. A child can go into it feeling confident that there will be minimal amounts of rape inside. I don't think that's right. No, it's true. They come in with like detectors and they check to make sure they check the air. Nope, I'm no rape in here. It. All right, it's got to be under a... certain parts per million. <laughs> welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, welcome to the Matt Tank Podcast, February the seventeenth, twenty fourteen. My name is Matt Eads, joined by the whole crew and Oliver. Mention the mention the sponsor. Let's just say, okay, well, I am a man that loves a cool treat on a cold day, a warm day, any kind of day. If only we had something available and delicious. Matt, let me tell you about delicious. Are we even allowed to do this? Like, I don't... <laughs> no, let's stop right now. Let's stop this before Wendy sues us. They're not going to sue us for free advertising. Like, I mean, we're not saying bad things. About Frosties them. are we're great. Saying... 
We but do you think products. do you think Wendy's really wants to have their their creamy dairy treat tied to a show like this? Yeah, we literally just talked about testing the air for rape molecules. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, maybe you're right. Like yeah. the, the four or five seconds into the show, in fact. Frosties are great. I love a good frosty. Did you guys know there's no milk in frosty? There's no dairy in frosties. What is it then? I've heard I that frosties is very, very gross when yeah. you come down to it. Yeah. And because sometimes like I just don't. Is it just like lard? Is it like the unsolidified hot dog paste that hasn't been put into an intestinal sheath yet? Yeah, basically, it's like it's like fat. Basically, it's like yeah, yeah mayonnaise. It's like frozen mayonnaise. Shit. Just kind of gross, though. but I mean, like, it's man, a, mm. that chocolatey flavor. Yeah, I like I like the floats. You ever get a float at Wendy's? Your little root beer, little frosty. Oh. What? No, no. Why wouldn't you just go to A and W if you're getting a float? Yeah. Well, yeah. If you want, if if an A and W is in range, in reach, then yeah, go to A and W. But you know, if if I'm just gonna walk to a Wendy's, like, you get what you can get. All right. So, what do you think about the rape molecules in the air of an A and W? Lower than a Wendy's. Lower than a Wendy's, really? I, I don't think Dave Thomas, or no, uh, Dave Thomas is Wendy's. Yeah. Maybe you, lower than a Wendy's, because I don't think Dave no, Thomas no, stood for that uh, shit. Daughter Thomas, the big fat one. Yeah, fat Wendy. <laughs> big fat Wendy. <laughs> How do you test the air for rape molecules? Like, what kind of contraption? The rep, the, 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 the repometer. It also tests for rap. It's oh. a two in one. <laughs> it's got a little dial on it. Yeah, parts per million. He mentioned this. Yeah, come on, guys. So, is there a correlation? Like, the lower the the rate molecules, the higher the rat molecules. Oh. They often no, they often go hand in hand. Like, I'm not really, <laughs> I can't make a statement officially, but I mean, from what I've noticed, as rap goes up, it kind of everything bad also goes violence. Especially, especially during a R. Kelly song, that's for sure. Yeah, don't you? Oh. <laughs> what episode nasty is he on for that in the closet? show <laughs> what what show he's are you like a, he's doing he's doing like uh, a live like, not like a live show but uh a, a, a mini web series about in the closet and it's this this super duper long song that's in different episodes where that he's, was years ago yeah but he's still going on with that you know what i'm talking about Is he right really yeah, yeah. He, he's, he he's done this song which is kind of like a weird spoken not really spoken word it's like it's a song about him being caught in the closet. It's called Trapped in the Closet. Trapped in the Closet, yeah. And it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with being gay. Sort of does, actually. But um, Apparently it's 22 parts right now, and each part is considered a full song, like three to four minutes. And It's, it's his masterpiece, man. It's his, his ninth it's, symphony. It's terrible. It's, it's really, awesome. No, it's not. Yes, you it need is. To watch it. R. It's, Kelly trapped I'm, in the closet, chapter one. I haven't watched it, but I, I have like the <laughs> tracks on my. Uh... You need to watch it because the music video is hilarious. I should check that out. That sounds like something. I think there'd be a lot of rape molecules in that. Sometimes I feel like I'm. Tr- <sighs> Never mind. Let's talk about some video games, <laughs> y'all. Let's start with Oliver because I know Eric and I got a bunch to say. We do. Uh, so so let's get the people who don't ever play games out of the way first. What did yeah, play? I'm, I'm going to throw that down. What do you... You make it seem like you and I do nothing but sit at our computer in our underpants and play games. Um, well, I can't speak for you, but... I didn't... Yeah, you know what? You pegged me right there. I didn't really play much this week did, at all. Did you play more out, uh, Outlast? No. Oh. 
What about Left Behind? I don't know what that is. The downloadable content to the popular 2013 blockbuster PlayStation 3 game, The Last of Us. (laughs) Did you buy it? Yeah, I played played Left Behind. Did anybody else play Left Behind? No. No, sir. No? I can't quite bring myself to pay the the, uh, $15 for the DLC. My reasoning was this is Titanfall beta week, so any time I have should probably go into Titanfall. Yeah. That DLC is always going to be there. I can grab it. I can grab it yeah. once that beta goes well, down. I don't know. It's, uh, without spoiling anything or whatever, ruining it for anybody, it's okay. So, yeah. like, it's good. It's really good, and, like, it definitely falls in line with the whole, uh, theme of The Last of Us, and it definitely follows the tone of it. It's just... I don't know what it was, but it didn't... Not enough Joel. It might, maybe? Not nearly. Is Joel in that at all? Yes. Okay. Mm, my beard. So, Oliver, yeah. I was mm. I was actually just at my mom's house the other night as she was finishing up playing The Last of Us. She just, you know, I, I came over and she was just getting to the part where she's going in and rescuing Ellie from the doctors, and, and um, you know, we're watching through the final sequence, and at the very end she was talking about her friend... Riley, you know, how they were both bitten, and they're like, well, we're just going to wait for each other to go mad, and we'll die together, but she obviously didn't die. Is th- does this cover that story that she talks yes. about briefly at the end? Yes, it does. Okay. Can you actually go over that conversation? So, at the like, end of the game... Roleplay it, I mean? What? <laughs> Nothing. Oh. Just fucking tell me about that conversation. <laughs> you, it's it's the very, pretty much the very last conversation that Joel and Ellie have before Ellie says, swear to me that everything you said about the fireflies is true, and Joel says yes, and then it cuts to the credits. But um, she was talking about how before she met Joel, she had a friend, or when she got bitten, she had a friend named Riley, and they both got bitten at the same time. Is Riley a dog? No, it's a girl. Hmm. I don't know if she's ugly or not, but... (laughs) She's a little girl, Eric. That's not what I'm thinking of, alright? Riley is the dog from Call of Duty, I think. It's Riley, right? Riley, Anybody? Yeah, the dog Ghost, the dog yeah. Duty. So there's there's a certain age when people can be classified as ugly. When you're 12, you got a lot of growing up to do. Like who you can you can 180 that shit. I guess. All right. So basically, she said she's talking about how they got bit, and then they just decided to do this myth, this poetic uh, thing together, or just lay and lose their minds. And and anyway, Riley ended up losing her mind and didn't really explain what happened and. And Ellie basically says, "I didn't turn." And when is it going to be my turn? And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Because yeah. I remember, I remember there was that conversation in the game. I just don't remember how it went. Yeah, that was pretty but. much it. It was, it was just a, it was a um, very, very short one, one or two sentences. And I thought it was kind of cool that they picked that to make the DLC out of, you know, instead of just adding something completely new. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe it's because I didn't like Riley myself. But she had it coming. No, she get bit at the end. And you're like, yeah, and, that's, that's that's what you get. And the story of those two, Riley and Riley and Ellie, was actually super endearing and really good and really well acted. I just don't know. Like, how old is Ellie? Uh, fourteen, fourteen, fifteen, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. Hmm. I want to say. She is younger. exactly 13. 
I want to say she's exactly 14. I think they said it at the beginning. Somewhere. Yeah, I remember yeah, them saying the, it, but I just can't. They were in the going towards Joel's yeah, 14. Yeah. thing, yeah. and she's like, I'm 14, not that it matters, or some shit like that. Yeah. She was an orphan raised in a boarding school. A run boarding? by, Run school? by something. Yeah, like, boarding. Boarding. Oh, I thought you said a boarding. Like, what the fuck kind of school yes, is that? Yes, and... And a boarding school. <laughs> yeah. It's where they teach you how to abort, you know? it's Well, you gotta learn you, somewhere. Before you become a sailor, you gotta go there and they teach you fingers like fish hooks. Oh, wow. I, th- I read aborting. That's what no. I read, too. <laughs> what are you... Boarding school. You guys have never heard of boarding school before? Yes, was but it... I heard the way that Are you, you saying abortion it? school? Is that... That's what I thought you were saying. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> Abortion. Yeah, I'm with Eads on this one. You guys are fucking retarded. Anyways, it's, it's worth playing just to see, and it's it's really cool and really well done. Without spoiling much of it, um, from what I was reading, there's the, the pacing in The Last of Us was really good as it was, just in terms of, of story development. Then there's the sneaking portions, and then there's just the flat-out you-have-to-fight portions. But with Left Behind, does it still kind of follow that same pace, or is it more just plot um i know what you're talking about with pacing in the in the in that game it's still present in this but not as good i there is there any combat yeah there's there's actually plenty of combat a lot more than i wanted but um and it's 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 about the same thing mm-hmm. and i only played it on normal so a lot of the resources were were still like plenty available so it wasn't hard or anything is there any uh new items new enemies new anything no it's new new areas still really no no new combinations nothing no why would there be it actually okay i don't know i just i don't know i don't know if this is spoilerish or anything but it actually it's kind of uh frame narrative where this happens in the game at the same time that Joel gets hurt. So actually, it's kind of in that interim part where she's looking for supplies and stuff. So hold on. Wait. Does it actually make that story part make fucking sense now? Well, that's what I wanted to mention you, Kevin. Sort of? <laughs> I don't know. She but, get medical. Um, she goes to ambulance school. She, yeah, she goes to <laughs> leaves her an aborting school and then goes over to the ambulance school. <laughs> so, so it, it picks up right at that point. She's off looking for supplies to help Joel, but it, it like it'll flash back to her memories of hanging out with Riley. Because Riley bit it before the first game even started. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And actually, sounds interesting. Remember, she, she she shows you the the bite on her hand, and that's that's what she refers to. It's probably a dog. In the game, and yeah, it's kind of expands on that a lot more. Hmm. Cool. It's it's good. It's really good. I, I wanted to like it a lot more than I did. Fifteen that's bucks? Is that is it? Uh, you think it's worth price of admission? That's kind of steep. Fifteen bucks yeah. is kind of steep. Well, like we nine ninety nine, I could get, but fifteen. We were having that conversation though about you can't correlate length with cost, and you know the the, the whole ground zeroes debate with that only being two hours at most. Um, but this, I feel, especially since it's being billed as DLC, 
that's a pretty steep price tag for what a lot of people are saying is two or fewer hours. I think it is two. Um, it is. It is. Sh- it's short. I only. I played in two, two sittings. Sittings. Two sittings. Mm-hmm. Two sessions. And Any I of those would have worked. Two play I, periods. I could have easily finished it in one. It's just um, when it came out it was Valentine's Day, so I had to put the controller down. But um, <laughs> what'd you guys do for uh, what'd you guys do for Valentine's Day? We just went to uh, one of our favorite restaurants and had supper. Make reservations. Whole yeah. whole thing. Whole nine yards. Yeah. Is it like an actual sit down? You get a waiter type restaurant. Yes. No Burger King. Hey, Christy and I... <laughs> actually. Did you know White Castles? Uh, apparently some of them offer tableside service, candle lighting, and, like, flowers on Valentine's Day. White Castle, and really? White Castle, you know. Never been to White Castle. We don't really have them here, but... No. You're not missing much. No, yeah, we got dressed up. Um, had supper at a Thai restaurant, and then just went over for a couple of drinks after. Hmm. Yeah. And when I went on to uh, do my webcam show. Yeah, that's how it goes once you're engaged. It, it gets, once you're married, I mean, why even go out? Yeah, when you can stay in webcam. Exactly. Yeah. And then I played... <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Like I said, I, I wish I liked it a lot more. And I was trying to explain this to some other people. Like, I don't know what it was. I feel it was me. I feel like it was my... Something in me just didn't really like it. For yeah, whatever well, reason. I'm sure some of us... I'll probably play it this next week here and then. I'll, I'll let you know if if the game's no good or if you're just a horrible person. I can let yeah. you know, one way or the other. Well, I could see why you don't feel that way, because Ellie is a great character, but I don't know if she's a great main character, and she's presumably the main character of the DLC, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of it for me. Like, I, I, uh, I can relate to Joel because I mean he's a big dude. You know, he's he's an adult man, and I am also an adult man. I haven't been a fourteen-year-old girl for almost eight years, nine years now, almost in May. So I mean, it's it's hard to relate sometimes. Any other games? That's about it. Wow, quick that week was for really you. About it. What about, uh, you got up to anything else this long weekend? Nothing? No, uh, I just came back from, uh, we've been doing some, like, renovations and repairs to my parents' townhome, their rental property, because they want to get rid of it, so I, t- I just came back from that and still haven't even washed my hands. I'm doing paint. electrical? Oh, painting. Yeah. From the webcam and show. that sucks. Yeah, painting, <laughs> painting does suck. Painting super sucks. Yeah. Well, painting's fun, you just get drunk and... Paint. <laughs> Good painting. Painting well sucks. Yeah. If you want to paint a house actual, like Kevin's place, I mean. There's actually some technique to it, which I don't know about, and so it, it's it's super difficult for me. Well, you take the paint and you put it on the roller, and then you put the roller on the so, wall. Well, is it, is it roller? Is it brush? Are you just, like, throwing the bucket on the wall and then kind of hand... Yeah, I'm smearing it out. Like, what's what's the technique here? Like that one rock and roll painter guy. Yeah, like that speed painter who was yeah. at the Christmas party that one year. I don't know what you're talking about. The Bioware Christmas party. Was he there? Yeah, he painted uh, Shepherd and uh, uh, we were just talking about him. Hawk, Hawk. Oh right. 
Yeah, and they both like I think he we, he put the faces of uh, Ray and uh, Greg on them, which was super no. weird. No, that you were talking about is this. Okay. The coasters that were actually at Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot about those. That yeah. one's a pretty good Photoshop. The the uh, Greg is a pretty good shop there. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, something happened to that one. <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, pretty uneventful. <sighs> My life. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> preach. I'm trying to get into this Titanfall beta. Yeah, it's easy. Everybody can now. Not well, for PC. It's not open yet. Not for PC. Do you want Isn't me it? to send? Do you want me to send you a link on how to get in, Oliver? I'm pretty sure yes. it is open on PC. It's not. Oliver, okay. will your PC even come close to running that game? Probably not, but... You might be okay. I'd like to see so the way... Man. I scammed my way in to the PC one. So because did Eric. I sent Matt and Matt... Hold on. Actually, that's to... not true. That's not... Because you got an email, right? I didn't no, get an email. No. I, I didn't scam my way in. When I got in was when they opened it to everybody that signed up. Did you... You scammed your way in. So, I got an email from one of our listeners, um, Cody... He basically said, here, if you want to get into the Titanfall beta early, follow this. And it was a thread on Reddit that basically said, here's how to get into the Titanfall beta. Um, apparently, Vint Zampella put out a bunch of, a couple tweets with a bunch of beta codes for Xbox One and PC. And if you go to... Well, stop, the- stop, 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 because there's an underlying cause to this. They sent out a bunch of codes that didn't work, yeah. first of all. That's the whole reason yeah. this even is a thing. So if you take one of those codes, and apparently this has been taken down because I'm trying to go to it now, but um, if you go to if you take one of these codes and you email EA and say my code does not work, they will just automatically reply to you and say this this account has been flagged for access to the Titanfall beta, and it just shows up in your Origin account. Apparently, you don't even need a code. If you just email them and you're like, hey, you guys sent me a code, but it didn't work. What the hell? They'll just be like, <laughs> okay, here you go, and let you in. Um, when I got in, they opened it up to everybody who had signed up previously. See, and I didn't PC. get that email. I I didn't get an email for it. I just got access, and then I oh, was okay. reading online. They said, "Yeah, it's open now." Uh, I did get emailed for the Xbox. I got two Xbox One codes for some reason to the same email address. So wow, but that's open for everybody now too. So I mean, if you have an Xbox One or a PC, go play some Titanfall. Do you have? Are you opening Origin on your? Uh... Uh, on your computer there, Oliver, to check in there? Yeah, that's, um... I was just thumbing through that, and I can't find anything. My, it, mine was just not there. It just showed up in my games. Mm-hmm. So if it's going to be there, it, it'll be there for you. Kev, what about you? You got any my games? Uh, I got a game that you and I have been playing a little bit today. I don't know if you were playing it beforehand. I have played it before in my time, yeah. Yeah, little mm-hmm. little prison architect style yeah, I've designed, a, I've designed a prison once or twice. Yeah, I started like playing. five or six iterations of this? Oh, I'm thinking Prison Tycoon, sorry. What's what's Prison Tycoon? Probably the same thing. It's a re- No, it's a really, really shitty tycoon... Yeah. Like, ma- like management style. Uh, so prison like, Architect uh, is like a top-down view, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Prison Architect is like Roller Coaster Tycoon, but with inmates. Prison Architect... Like Roller Coaster Tycoon, because Roller Coaster Tycoon sucks. You shut your mouth. Prison Architect is more like... SimCity, where your city is a prison. (laughs) 
Yeah, okay, yeah. It's an agent-based sim, not a... Uh, not like Roller Coaster Tycoon, where it's basically... Roller Coaster Tycoon just gives you numbers. It's like, you're making this much money, but you're spending this much money, but you, there's no actual little agents doing anything other than... Uh, they, there are. Like, they show the people going to rides, but that's just for looks. Whereas... Well, there's people Prison who cut the tycoon. grass and uh, clean up garbage. Yeah, but it's just for look. This is an agent-based sim. Yeah, there's there's a lot more of those little guys running around in this game. Yeah, and they de- they determine what the outcome of the game is, not just... It's hard to describe. It's not just systems that are counting numbers. It's not something like uh, Anno or... I'm trying to think of games that you guys would have played. Any of the Tycoon games, in fact. <laughs> roller Coaster Tycoon? Uh, even Roller Coaster Tycoon, yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. Or what's that other one? Theme Hospital you tried to have oh, me play? Theme, theme Hospital, hospital is great. Bad. Theme Hospital is an agent-based sim. No, Theme Hospital, real bad. No way, it's, oh, it's It's a product of its time. Yeah, I guess. But Circa I mean, this game, this game doesn't look good either, right? It's just It's got an art style basic. to it. Shit. So take me through Prison Architect. Uh, well, I'm currently in the process of getting all of my necessary buildings up to snuff. Mm-hmm. So I need to, you, you need to have a holding cell for That's where people go when they first show yeah. up, yeah. Uh, then you gotta move them to the cell block. Then you that's, gotta that's where have, the cells are, right? And have like... your guards beat the shit out of them because they looked at them wrong. My yeah, guards all have batons with, like, spikes in them. So that they're a little bit more dangerous. Well, it's because you don't have to tell them once, right? If you if you take the spikes out, I mean, then you you're beating yeah, the crap out of the these guys. guys. Who are just like you hit them in the face, and then they look up at you, and then insult your mother, and then you gotta hit them in the face again. It's like I don't know if you guys have ever been to prison, but that's pretty much exactly what it's like. Yeah, put the spike in, just cut all that out. Yeah, it's no no more bullshit. So yeah, then uh, you gotta build a, a kitchen and a canteen and a shower and death row so you can kill them all when they piss you off so you're architecting a prison essentially yes okay <laughs> i don't really know how what more to say about that game that yeah that covers basically all of it it's on yeah. steam it's in early access the 17th iteration of the alpha wow so yeah it's still probably super broken i haven't seen anything that well i have seen some things that have broken because if you try to like make walls and then put a foundation under the walls it like breaks shit and fucks up your game yeah it's uh, not yeah. it's not really broken there just isn't like most of the features well some of the features aren't in yet most of them are in i think but yeah probably yeah but i mean i'm sure there's gonna be like random events that happen like riots and yeah yeah your prisoners get hitting, pissed probably they'll uh, they'll fight They'll fight guys. You gotta search their cells sometimes, put them in solitary. The thing I don't like about um, Prison Architect is that there's no... None of the content is gated. So you have access to absolutely everything off the start, pretty much. So it's it's a, it throws so much at you. And you're like, well, what yeah, am like, I supposed to do, really? The first time I did it, I'm like, okay, well, I'm building a prison, so obviously I'm going to want a wall. So the first thing I do is encase my entire area in this giant <laughs> wall. 
And I don't know if you've ever seen a prison, Eric, but that's how they are in real yeah. life. I just uh, Kev, I like Kev's logic. Like, well, I need walls, walls all the way around. Yeah, four yeah. walls and a roof. Prison. Well, if, if you were told to make a prison, what would you start with? The kitchen? Come on, you start with walls. Put that soap on a rope. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so I started with the walls, and then I ended up spending way too much money, and now with restarting and and starting my prison over again, I'm actually segregating it so i like my administration buildings and my power generation and my kitchen are all outside of the prison (laughs) that's not what i thought you meant (laughs) (laughs) so i got this new segregated prison cell block a cell block b it's no sir you have to go i know cell block b is dirtier and doesn't have running water but you just have to go there it's i'm sorry it's Uh, segregated so yeah so i have like all these checkpoints going in between the main outer prison wall and then where the guys actually have to be so it's like it's more streamlined you know what's shitty about that is that only your guards can so i haven't figured out a way to uh keep an an a a guard where you want them like say i want a guard by this door because only guards can open certain doors so i want a guard here to just let people in and out Mm -hmm. i haven't figured out a way to do that so the more checkpoints you have and the more doors they have to go through my guys were getting hung up and like you'd have to wait couple minutes for a guard to come racing all the way across the prison let him in and well you would yeah. i would think that like if i have a yard i would need like a guard for the yard and then a guard for the cell block and then a guard for the holding area i haven't they just randomly seem to roam around like i haven't figured out any good way to oh to like lock them to a specific space yeah or to like put down a patrol path for them or something hmm. have you investigated the like guards section of the not in quite a few alphas. No? <laughs> no. Maybe that's in there now, but not definitely not out of the gate. Like, there is some. There's almost a, a tech tree that you have to research stuff. Oh, so maybe maybe having intelligent guards is something that you need your warden to research. Because your warden yeah, maybe. does your research, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's the first prerequisite to start opening up that tech tree. Yeah. But yeah, it's so far I'm having fun. I mean, I'm sure I'll get four hours in and then be like all right well i've had enough of this game it's kind of how i made it i sort of had my fill today yeah yeah <laughs> i've been i've been jonesing so hard for a good like management sim like that and there's just like a few of them in open beta or in in uh, early access but fuck early access all right i don't truck with that shit we need some of get- these games to come out i i know there's one out there you should get it i don't know what it's called but it's like you play as like the president or prime minister of like a country and like you have to run an entire country tropico yeah uh that's totally not it no no i don't sure that's like it but that's not tropico is one that just gives you numbers i don't like that i don't like building a banana plantation and then it's like you have four bananas incoming you know this will cost you two bananas i would rather see my dudes go and pick bananas and bring the bananas back to my storeroom and store them in my storeroom that kind of, like, Dungeon Keeper style. That's what I'm looking for. So you want to see it happen, you just don't want to know that it happens. Exactly. I want to have to, like, if I don't have enough workers, they can't gather bananas. You know, I am physically seeing everything that happens. I like being able to see all the parts of it. I don't I don't like them, you know, they're like, oh, we simplified it, now you don't have gatherers we just count the number of resources based on where the building is put like no fuck that i want to see my guys go out and get the shit and bring it back that's what i want and there's ton like uh space base df9 
is one that Eric and I looked at a little bit this weekend. That's an early access. Maya is an early access. That one looks like Dungeon Keeper in Space, which looks amazing. Uh, there's a Dungeon Keeper remake called War for the Overworld in early access. There's tons of them. So have you been signing up for these, or are you just kind of meh? No, fuck that. Because you, you pay to get in early access. Oh, you pay to okay. p- play the broken-ass build. No thanks. I was waiting for them to come out. It looks like Maya's almost done. And Maya looks like the best one, so pretty excited. You guys want to know about Maya? Tell me about Maya and why I should play that instead of Space Base, because I'm pretty hooked uh, on Space Base. Ma- so Maya takes place on a planet. Space Base takes place in space. Maya okay. is th- is uh, like fully 3D rendered. Maya is basically Dungeon Keeper, like the style. That style of uh, the map is uh, like when you're excavating stuff, it's in blocks. You are tunneling underground sometimes, and you're basically trying to make a colony on this planet that you're just trying to make a colony that can survive. So you need, you know, you're, like, gathering power, you need something to get potable water, you need uh, atmosphere generators, and then things will happen, you know, uh, meteor strikes. Uh, There's one weird event where, like, the AI in your base becomes sentient and starts killing people by locking them in rooms and then venting the air and like it's it's cool stuff like that so is it you arrive at a planet that you that is completely inhospitable and you need to terraform it or it's not totally not not really like you're uh the atmosphere there is atmosphere but it's not great for people so like you uh the, the way that i've always seen it played is people build these caves and then they seal off the entrance to the cave so that no atmosphere can escape and they basically make this underground base so like in this mountain i have my base where there is atmosphere but if my dudes have to go outside they gotta put their suits on Mm. and go you know outside because they gotta fix something or whatever it looks interesting it looks cool it has like um ecosystems something they they, it's all procedurally generated so different uh, alien creatures will be uh, in different numbers kind of depending on the way that your ecosystem was generated you might have like lots of water or no water uh, there's solar flares which will fry your shit it looks cool looks good looks really good i would Sounds say like is yeah. that gonna be you said that's on uh steam early access right now yeah i was looking it looks like it's almost done they're looking like they're about eight nine weeks out from having the the build finished and then they're working on designing a campaign for it. So I'm but looking I, at it right now and it's it's 25 bucks. Do you think this is going to be one of those games that once it goes full release it's going to jump up in price? Uh on the wet I think it'll be 32 34 or something like that when it's full okay. full release, but it, it might go on sale between then and now, who knows. Like yeah. Space Base DF9 was uh like 75% off during some sale. Because I'm thinking of like Kerbal Space Program, where when it first came out, granted it was there was hardly anything to it, but it was seven bucks, and now it's twenty four. I bet I bet the price will go up a little bit. Hmm. I would yeah, imagine. Space Base is twenty bucks right now. Yeah, I've seen it on sale for seventy five percent off, which makes me not want to buy it. Space Base is okay. It's similar similar style. You're building a base in space. Go figure. <laughs> I like it. Like what Kev was saying before, they just kind of throw everything at you all at once. Just like, okay, I don't but, know what I'm doing. No, the problem with Space Base is that they throw everything at you, but as soon as you get a handle on that everything, there is nothing going on in that in that game. There's yeah, like seven is... or eight room types. You build one type of each room, and then you just sit there. 
There's a couple. Yeah, occasionally a derelict space station will show up, or like some killbots will come into your your base. But all you do is you hit your roster and you just switch everyone to security, and you have no issues. Or you can just seal off the doors and vent them out. See, the problem I had was I had a base, and then these robots showed up, and then they like they were just way stronger than my dudes, so they just killed everyone in my base, which isn't fun. And to be honest, space base DF9 isn't really fun either because you're not there's there's like no complexity there's no challenge to the management aspect of it you just no. you build a life support room you put you know oxygen generators in then you build a place for them to sleep then you build a place for them to eat then you build a place for them to work out and then you're done then that a, is it i have a couple of qualms with it and i understand this just comes along with simulation style games is that you cannot give any sort of meaningful direction to anybody in that game. So you have technicians, and all of your shit breaks down real quick. You know, your life support systems, I think four or five of mine right now are hovering right around zero. And I've got six technicians, and they just sit around and talk to each other, and then they'll go sleep for ten minutes, and then they'll go to the bar. It's like, dude, the fucking life support system is about to fail here, and you're all going to die, and you're over here eating a slice of pizza. Well, you can't That sounds click. like a problem with your management. No, you can't click on them and say, go do this. That's fine. Just... That's good. That's the kind of sim game I want. You give your people the tools, and you need to give them the right stuff to do what they need. You to- you know how you get around that? You have, like, five technicians. If you see stuff is breaking down, you just make more people be technicians. Like, I... Space Base, I understand it's an alpha, and it's still a really early version. Mm-hmm. But it seems like that game is going to be boring. It's super boring. It was something that I was playing last night at probably 10 or 11. You just put a nice pair of headphones on. It's a peaceful game to play. It's kind of neat. But, yeah, you're right. There's Once you kind of max out your base, and I think after three or four bases, I finally figured it out before. I was like, okay, I got an airlock, and I just started attaching shit sequentially, and... Pretty soon, my mine refinery was completely on the other side, so they have to come in, go through the airlock, take off their suit, walk through the bar, walk through the, the hydroponics, walk through the life support, and then they'd get to the mine, and then they would drop everything off and then have to walk back. So I think pro, a pro, pro tip here, pro space-based DF9 tip, uh, you can put a mining platform out in space with no walls and no atmosphere, and they'll just go in their suits. Shoot. So you put it right, right beside what you want them to mine, and they just go to it it's i i don't like space base df9 the the issue that i have with the mining stuff is that your resources expire and then they don't ever create anything new like i've mined all of the rock around my area and then that's it and the only thing you can hope for is a derelict station to show up and you just go and destroy it yeah that's something that they'll address as the 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 game is finished it's like they're saying 20 percent done right now Okay. Which, I mean, but even, like, they have the core systems in. You can kind of go in and just set up a little colony and, and watch it tick away. Mm-hmm. It's not real engaging. I don't... I, if if what you're saying is true and they are only 20% done, I'm kind of sold on the on the concept because the, all they're going to do is add more stuff. And I feel yeah, like... but I, I don't like the core simulation aspect of it. I don't like that you can just build a room and go, you are now air support... Plop, 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 plop. Like, the, you, you need zero forethought in your base. You need zero planning. It's, it takes all the fun stuff I like about simulation games like that it's, and it, just throws it out the window. It's the Snuggies of simulation games. It's, yeah. It's, sure, that's a good one. There's a reason <laughs> I don't own a Snuggie. And there's a reason I will never... Well, I guess we already have Space Base, but that game sucks. 
No, no that game, I'm not that game doesn't suck. That game doesn't suck, but... Uh, it's not a hardcore sim game. It's an, it's, it's an iPad game, is what it is. Oh, yeah. That's how I would describe mobile. it. Like, it, it doesn't have a lot of features. It, it doesn't have a lot of complexity. It is very much feels designed to be played on a, on a big touchscreen. I think it'd be great on a touchscreen. I bet it would, too. But I want more complexity. I want some in-depth shit in my sim games. Yeah. I don't I'm waiting know. for like SimCity to uh, get that offline mode so people can start modding it. Speaking of SimCity, there's, uh, there's an Origin coupon right now for 50% off any game, and I'm super tempted to get SimCity for 20 bucks. As a man who has almost 100 hours into SimCity, I'd say that is well worth your time. Yeah. But I like SimCity. I really I'm, like SimCity. I love SimCity. So would it be worth it to get the uh, Deluxe Edition? No. <laughs> no? Why? No, that What's DLC is total bullshit. Oh, just the DLC? Yeah. It's, apparently you get three European city packs. No, the DLC is total bullshit. Like, 100% bullshit. Even the uh, the Cities of Tomorrow thing, I guess, is sort of worth it. That's the only... Exp- the expansion, as they're calling it, is worth it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, if you really like SimCity like I do. But, like... Paying money for skins, basically. So, like, oh, now instead of a city hall, I have the British Parliament building. Is like super stupid. Super stupid. It looks like they've got a lot of like amusement park set, airship set, and yeah, American Red Cross disaster set. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> you gotta buy all that shit. So, Cities of Tomorrow just turns your shit into like futuristic stuff. It adds a uh, well. Cities of Tomorrow adds a new resource. It adds. It actually adds a lot of stuff. Cities of Tomorrow, I would say, if you like SimCity, is worth it because it get, it does add some pretty neat stuff. I could get SimCity Plus Edition, which is basic and Cities of Tomorrow for thirty bucks. That seems that that's probably worth it. I'd say, yeah, sure. I, I think decisions. once once the modders get a hold of that and the offline mode is up and they can take the city boundaries off and all that jazz, that game's going to be really good. Really good. You think you'll drop another 200 hours into it? I don't... Well, I only have 100 in now, so... Yeah, so. Ma- Maybe... Uh, I don't know. Can't, can't comment. There's a possibility. More updates on that story as it develops. Matt, you want to talk about Titanfall? Let's do Titanfall. Actually, I want to. I want you to vent a little bit about your Xbox One purchase because you were. It's fine. No, it's totally. I'm stupid, and the Xbox is fine. Maybe. I don't know about that. You were. It's hard to say. Pretty upset. I was yeah, like, and Wait. I still do, and I still do. Ask Kevin. I was playing uh, Titanfall just before we started this show, and it disconnected me from the server, and I just swore a bunch, bunch of swears in a row, expletives, uh... no meaning. Yeah, I think that did happen. I, s- I said, like, this fucking bullshit. Oh, f-. it gets me so angry. Like, it just sets me off. It's the kind of angry where no one else, like, just don't even, don't even talk to me. Just, shh. Nobody ever asks me what's wrong when my connection's lagging, because I will stab you in your face. Yeah, I know, you rage quit on me last night. I know, I was telling Kevin about that, too. Because it was getting choppy, man. My connection is bullshit. It's fine for maybe 10 minutes at a time, and then for two or three minutes, it's just unplayably shit. And I get so mad. So mad. It's horse shit. 
That's just I, your personal connection. I die because those people aren't better than me. I die because of luggage. Oh. <laughs> Titanfall's pretty good. I'm I'm sold on it. I'm probably going to buy it. So let me try and sum Titanfall up in as few words as possible. Okay. Call of Duty meets Mirror's Edge meets Mech Warrior. Mech Warrior, yeah. And it's great. It is Does a any, lot of fun. Do any of those words mean anything to you, Oliver? Is that is that valid to to compare it to Call of Duty? Yes, yes absolutely. Very. It is a very Wait, arcadey, twitch based. There, there's a caveat to that, though. It's I don't want to, I, I don't want to say it's comparable to every aspect of Call of Duty. It's more comparable to when you're playing through the single player and you get to these large, flowing, explosive set pieces. It's like that. Mm, I, I okay. When, hey, let's let's play a game, Oliver. You name something in Call of Duty, and I will tell you if there's a Titanfall equivalent. The dog Riley. Yes. There's no dogs. Good. But there there are AI characters that are running around. There's no okay. kill streaks. Kill streaks are out. Sort of. What do you mean, sort of? They're completely so, out. Yeah, instead of Call of Duty would be like, you know, you get six kills, you can call in a Predator missile. This, as you're getting kills, it's taking time off the amount of time until you can call in your Titan, which is your big robot. So the better you there's, do, the more big robots you call down. There, and they, they, they fall. They're Titans, and they fall from space. That's why the game's called Titanfall. So how long Titanfall. does it take... You start the match uh, and it takes four, four minutes. Four minutes, yeah. Four but minutes. Every player kill you get knocks a minute off. That's not true. No? Every damage you do to a player or an NPC or an enemy Titan takes, takes time, time off. off. Yes. Okay. Anytime you do anything beneficial to your team. Uh, like, so, like, uh, there's one mode where you are capturing points, like Call of Duty style. Or, I mean, uh, Battlefield style. Anytime you capture a point, that'll take time off. You with me? Mm-hmm. And it is it is very Call of Duty. Like, despite what Eric says, uh, when you play it, it's that same gameplay loop of, you know, lives are usually tw- eh, 20 to 30 seconds on average, unless you're really going on a big heater. It's, you know, a Twitch-based shooter. You are sprinting around until you see somebody, and then you are pulling your gun up, and then you are shooting them. Very similar to Call of Duty. So, what, like, it's not that it's a Call of Duty-style shooter, it's just that it's like every other shooter we have nowadays. It is, yes it is an no. arcade-style shooter, but yeah. it, is very, it is very reminiscent of Call of Duty. As you're killing guys, you're earning experience. You're unlocking guns. You're unlocking perks. You but can equip to perks like, to your... Let, let, let's get to the yeah. real point here, though. It's yes, it's like all the other shooters, and the the fact that there have been so many is that the formula works. For what it's it is not the like all the other shit. It's not like Battlefield. Battlefield is very very different. Playing those yeah. games, they Battlefield is not an arcade shooter. No, this is an arcade shooter, and until now, the only because but, Call of Duty has just dominated that market so heavily. I mean, to compare it to anything other, you could say. That it's like Counter Strike, I guess. You could say that it's like uh, Blacklight Retribution, if you want. But to compare it to anything other than Call of Duty is just yeah, it's your basic first-person shooter. But I don't want to say new elements because this isn't the first shooter game to actually incorporate any sort of vertical movement. There, you know, stuff like that's been going all the way back to Quake and yeah, this this really 
So that's that's another game that I would throw into that mix if I was picking. Like you know, this is a mix of these games. Is it? It feels very Quake Three, very uh, Unreal Tournament style yeah. because you have a ton of verticality. Whereas Call of Duty, you're basically kind of just on the ground. You know, you can run up to the second level in a building or something, but you're kind of on the ground. And that's sort of the way that everybody plays Titanfall when they first start, is they just stick to the ground, and the people who are on the rooftops and the people who are running on the walls are the guys that are just crushing matches. It's a hard mindset to break, because how many hundreds of hours have we put into Call of Duty-style games where you're just relegated to the ground and to suddenly think okay, I can jump up on that wall and then jump across to that wall and then up onto the roof and be on top of the roof in, in three shakes of a lamb's tail. Two winks of a coal miner's eye. Yeah. It's it's a hard mindset to shake, but once you actually get into that mindset, it's I think it's phenomenal. The gameplay on this is fantastic. It's a ton of fun. So, yes, it does take elements from older games, but I think it executes them much better. It, it, sorry, go ahead, Oliver. Here's a question. Yeah. Um... I can barely hang during a Call of Duty game where guys are running just back and forth and I'm trying to shoot them and my aiming sucks because I suck. Mm-hmm. But when these guys are jumping around and like wall running and jumping from building to building, is it... Th- that's where it is, gets, that's where you, gets interesting. Can you with... hit these guys? Like, yeah. is it... It's tough. It is tough. Oh. But it, it it's a feat. Like, somebody launches out of a Titan. There's a, there's a thing where... Um, as your Titan gets low enough health, it'll be in a doom state, and you can uh, eject yourself. There's, like, a big ejection seat that shoots you out the top. And, like, you can shoot guys when they're doing that, but it's, it's like, a feat. The, you know, it's, it's something that's uncommon, and when you do it, you go, Oh, can you believe I fucking shot that guy while he was ejecting? Yeah! So it's, like, that style of thing. When I play, I shoot dudes who are standing still, because those guys are dumb <laughs> as shit. <laughs> The other part of that, though, too, is the grunts, and every team just has kind of those those minions that they're basically there to to feed the people who are still kind of learning the game. And that's not really true. That's not why they're there. You well, can't just no, make but, bullshit generalized statements about this. All right, Eric, this is arguably the biggest release of this year. Okay, then I won't make bullshit argue. I won't make generalizations. Thank they're, you. They're there for a lot of reasons. One of which can be <laughs> to help people who are still learning the game. How's well, that? I've, I've heard that they they yeah they act as creeps, right? Like in a MOBA, kind of. Yeah, sort of. They're. They the main reason they're, they're they're there. They can do damage, but they're just sort of there to kind of like. <laughs> you got to like be bad it. to yeah. die to one. You got to be really bad. But oh. like they're they're there to kind of give you something to do because you know it's only six on six, and yeah. the maps are I would say a lot bigger than Call of Duty because you are so mobile. So imagine a big Call of Duty map with only twelve players. Like there's going to be just times where you can't find anybody. Times where you're like, where the f- I can't fucking kill anyone because I can't find them. So these these AI players serve the purpose of giving you something to do, basically, while you're running around. And they, uh, so it's not traditional deathmatch style. It's attrition, which is uh, players are you earn attrition points. So killing a player is worth four attrition points. Killing a titan is worth five. Killing an NPC is worth one. So even as you're killing these NPCs, you're still helping the team. But Just you know, contributing as much as you can be. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. They they're interesting. I a mean, lot of they, people are complaining that it's not it, it's too hard to differentiate between the grunts and the the actual pilots, and I think that's bullshit. If you can't tell the difference, because 
the grunts are going to be the people that are just standing still. They're the ones that are going to like walk around a corner and post up and kneel down and shoot down an alleyway. Like clearly that's a grunt. The pilots are going to be the ones that are sprinting around jetpacking. You don't see the grunts jetpack around or wall run. The only way I've like, well, you know, you kill them to get points, but I mean, the only real useful use I've found for them is that if you're playing a mode where you know that someone is going to say, be coming through this door that you're in front of and you have a grunt in there with you, I will hang back, let that dude come and shoot the grunt, because then I get the drop on this guy, instead of me running out, and then it's whoever can get their gun up first and and shoot the other guy. You know, you can sort of use them as decoys. Uh, they'll shoot rockets at Titans. You know, they'll do some pretty good damage to Titans if you're kind of just being real careless. So they it's, are... It's fun to walk in on them fighting each other, too. Yeah, they'll do weird stuff, like get into these like wrestling matches, almost. And uh, they'll talk shit to your opponents, which is fun. I've, I actually walked into a room where one grunt was killed and the other grunt put down his gun and like started dragging the other one out the door and around the corner. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, they'll just do stuff. They'll sit at, in chairs. There's like just random debris around the map that doesn't really do anything for the player, but they'll use that stuff. They'll type on computers. I have this is a, a, an online multiplayer game, like mm-hmm. pretty much, right? 100%. 100%. Is there any way... Because I've heard that there's a way that you can just sort of single-player this. No. There is a campaign. Yeah. How does that work? There is a story. No, nobody knows. Oh, right, because, yeah, there's just... The there is a story, but even all that stuff is all still 100% multiplayer. Every like, time I, you're playing this game, will be six-on-six six with real other people. I'm pretty How interested does the six-on-six six work? Is it, is it fun six-on-six, six, or does it feel like oh, there's yeah. not enough people? It's uh, it's fun. Like the, those AI dudes fill out the map enough that you are constantly, you know, sprinting, shooting guys, jumping around. You're always doing something. There is well, no downtime. And I think the other aspect of it too is the, the the inclusion of the titans. If you had say even twelve on twelve, there'd be way too many titans because that that timing difference between how often you're going to get your titans. I don't think I've ever really seen more than four maybe five titans on a map at a time yeah because... we had uh, we had five today and we blew up the drop ship shit mm-hmm. is it like game over when your team gets titans or is it pretty no. No. kind of combat though so i find the most effective way to kill a titan is actually not as another titan but as a dude just running around because you have a rocket launcher that uh, well sorry every class it's a call of duty loadout style but you always have a primary weapon, a sidearm, and a anti-Titan weapon. Uh, the rocket launcher just does work, man. It's like three rockets, and that thing takes a Titan down. And also, as a dude, you can uh, jump on these Titans. You can jump on the back of them, and you'll like pull a piece of the paneling off, and you just start shooting into the guts of the Titan. And I feel it does, like does a lot not, of damage. I feel like that's not going to work very often, because people are starting to get smart to the fact that, okay, I'm, as soon as it tells me somebody's rodeoing me, every time in the past five six matches i've played when i've done that the titan instantly shuts down the person gets out shoots me gets back in so jump off so, like what as soon well, as you see the titan because it kneel it's a very obvious like it gets down on one knee and puts a fist down because the dude's getting out you just jump off and shoot him in the face and then proceed to fuck up his titan yeah, I'm, but what i'm saying is that that's not a guaranteed you're gonna kill this titan it's true it's not but titans are they are more durable than being a dude yeah, but they—I mean, it's—it's it's really easy to lose them if you're careless. Really, really easy. My favorite part of rodeoing, or when someone's rodeoing me, is sitting down and ejecting, and then you go sailing up, and they go sailing up with you, and you turn around and shoot them. There's just so many fun things that you can do in this. 
Do you, does your <clears throat> Titan respawn? Like, can you get a new Titan? Yeah. Yes. So it's four minutes from the start of a match. Every time I am killing a dude or doing something good, that timer takes down. The sec after that first one, I think it's two minutes and thirty seconds. And same thing. As you're as you're doing work, it's ticking down. Uh, you can also leave them in like AI mode. Yeah. So if can... yeah, I can call my Titan down, put him in AI mode, and say like either hang out here and guard this point or follow me, and then I'll go running across the rooftops to kill some dudes. And that's kind of how I've mostly been doing it. Actually, I don't. I'm not very good in the Titan, so I don't really like to use them. You kind of have on the executions. That's why I like being in the Titan. Yeah, there's a good... Uh, so when your Titan takes enough damage, it'll go into this doomed state, which is basically this... Uh, your health bar will start ticking down until you die, but you do still have 30 seconds or whatever it is. But as you're taking damage, it's going down faster, so you kind of make the judgment call of like, okay, I'm not taking a ton of damage, I can probably stay in here for 10 more seconds and, you know, shoot out more rockets and shit. But when you're in that doomed state, if another Titan, they have a melee attack, if they come up and melee you... Uh, you'll, like, punch in, grab the pilot out of the Titan, and, and crush him in your fist. And the Titan blows up, and it's really satisfying. That's cool. It's a good game. It's a fun... It's a, it's a great game. I still think that it is not the game changer that everyone is making it out no. to be. This is but not something that is revolutionizing the industry like everybody seems to think it it's will. It's fresh enough to give that impression though and to kind of like sate people's desire for something new. It's a f it's it's basically like a new Call of Duty. It's like they took Call of Duty and made it in the future. My my fear is that this this game's going to do well and rightfully it should. But I'm afraid that suddenly everybody's going to say, oh, great, people want space marines and mechs and jetpacks, and suddenly we're going to see tons of spin-offs of this, and the next Call of Duty is going to be set in the future, and you're going to have jetpacks and this wall-running ability, and suddenly this is just going to usher in a whole new era of cookie-cutter first-person shooters. Yeah, I wouldn't tell yeah. that. E EA but is already saying that this is going to become their next Call of Duty and this may or may not become a yearly franchise starting as soon as next year, which is fucking crazy. Absolutely insane to make that announcement. I wouldn't mind it, to be honest. Especially I... so soon after it came out, like, come on. Well, they've yeah. already said Titanfall 2 won't be a Microsoft exclusive. That was my next question. <sighs> Did I make it to PlayStation? Not Titanfall uh, 1. Yeah, Titanfall 1 seems like it's locked up as far as exclusivity goes. But they oh. have confirmed the next one. The only thing, like... I remember playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare for the first time and being way more kind of blown away because it was way more revolutionary than it is now and still getting burned out on that Call of Duty. Like, I'm not that blown away with Titanfall. It's fun, well, don't get me wrong. It's a great game. less cynical back then, too. Yeah, it's true. But, I mean... A year from now, when Titanfall 2 comes out, and I'm just staring at my copy of Titanfall going, well, I guess I either buy into this series right now or say fuck it on the whole thing. Like, that doesn't... Uh, don't put us in that position again, all right? But I think for people who kind of like are in my position, where I I said goodbye to Call of Duty after the original Black Ops. Like, you know, I'm, I'm So did out. I. But I didn't. I played through the campaign yeah, I mean, on Modern Warfare Three. I haven't touched Black Ops Two, which was a year ago already. So I'm about two and a half, three years out of the first-person shooter franchise. So I'm ready for something. So for people who are in that position, I'd mm. say Titanfall is a good choice. 
I think too many people have played too much Call of Duty that... Well, maybe we'll steer clear of the dude bro culture in this game then. Like, I'm I'm sure Titanfall is going to do really, really well. How can it not? It has millions of dollars in marketing behind it, but Titanfall 2, I don't, I don't know. I, I, it seems like they're going to try and pull that wool over people's eyes again and be like, oh, look, we added a new mech, and now the dudes can backflip also off walls. There's Titanfall 2. Like, yeah, will I, people... I, be as eager to eat it up as they were to eat up those Call of Duties, or will they go, oh, see, th- this happened do- with Call of Duty. I think they'll do what they can to take Call of Duty Shine Away because of that inherent relationship they have with, like, the the history of Respawn and Call of Duty. Yeah, plus Call of Duty is uh, now on a three-year development cycle, so... Are they I introducing mean, a third studio like they originally planned? Yeah. So that- For Call of Duty? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that. now it's now it's uh, Sledgehammer and um, Infinity Ward and uh, Treyarch Activision. Oh yeah, Treyarch. Was it Sledgehammer? I forget. Sledgehammer. I was reading. Yeah. I was reading that story earlier, but uh, Shit. yeah, I, I don't. It's... I want Titanfall. I do not. It's it's a weird thing to say, having not played the full game. I don't think I want a Titanfall 2. I don't know. Especially if it's coming out a year so, from release. Here's a suggestion. Get Titanfall 1, enjoy the shit out of it, and just say goodbye to the series after that. Yeah. Like, I Enjoy this for what it is. I was just listening to our show last week, and this is the exact same conversation that you guys were having about The Last of Us 2. You guys are already writing it off. Already. I don't and like actually, sequels. I do not like sequels. I hate and, them. Kevin was the one saying that you guys are being assholes about it, and you guys, this is like a douchebag move that you guys are just writing this off just because. I'm not this is, writing off Titanfall 2. Well, the reason that I, like, I have kind of almost had my fill of Titanfall just playing the beta. No way. Like, yeah, okay, I've run around, I shot some dudes, I get it. I think that's a really short gameplay loop. I've played Call of Duty, I know how it's going to go. What, am I going to prestige ten times? Uh, no thanks, I never do that in games, that's not me. Like, I, I sort of... Call of Duty has jaded me so much that I am going to buy it on the 11th when it comes out, but before <laughs> I do, I'm going to go, okay, here we go again. Well, that's... I think that's the thing. It's the cynicism and it's the jadedness of it. Like, are you... Are you... Yes, yes I am. <laughs> Therefore, I think... But I mean, like, what if they? What if you genuinely decide? Like, shit, sorry. What yeah, Snake is telling you. Oh, like this game. Don't what pursue this line of questioning. It, and what if you're like, man, I am gonna join this Titanfall World Class Tournament. Then and, I'll be way cause, in. Because I'm that good. Then I'll buy and, Titanfall Two, and I'll buy Titan Modern Fall. One and then I'll buy the spin-offs that it generates when they bring in other studios to make other ones because they want to keep a yearly development cycle. But I mean, how can you make a game every year? So it makes sense well, to have two different franchises that both share the name Titanfall. And I'll probably be way in it until we get to game three or four, and I'll go. Uh, you see, I kind of thought this would happen. Well, you know, good thing I spent nine hundred and eighty dollars on Titanfall in the last three years because twenty six games have come out. I think you're the outlier in the marketing the the marketing target audience. They they spend so much money on marketing to get people hyped about this and then you are the exact opposite of who they're targeting and you get burnt out by it. You're like, yeah, fuck this, I'm over it. I do. I really do get burnt out. 
I sort of wish that I wouldn't have even touched the beta. Like, I I did for the show, but it's the same thing with early access. Like, I don't really like early access anymore. I don't really like betas anymore because I, that's just the thing. I get burned out before the game comes out, and then it comes out, and you're like, well, I sort of got what I wanted from the beta. You know, I called in a mech, I pulled the dude out, I crushed him, I shot some guys, I ran on walls. I could see that. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm of that mindset right now where there's a lot of stuff coming out that same week and and right around that same time. Dark like, Souls 2 comes out that same day. And my kid <laughs> comes out the next day. Mm, well, whatever. We're talking about important shit here, all right? Video games, not, <laughs> yeah. not kids. Okay, Elder Keep Scrolls Online is level. like Aaron. three weeks afterward, and I'm still on the fence about if I want to subscribe to an MMO. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I don't know. It's similar enough to Call of Duty that that's where that burnout is coming from. Yeah, but I feel like it. For me, it could be it could kind of pull me out of that burnout. Like yeah. I like shooters. I yeah. like what this game is bringing to the table. I don't. Nah. I don't. I. I don't know. I, I feel like, like Battlefield now. I've I've gotten so deep into Battlefield that now, like arcade shooters, I'm like, this is total bullshit. This is fucking arcade respawning instantly, running on walls, horse to give fuck this game i like lying in a building you know setting up a good position getting some good cover flying a helicopter around and i've never been in together a, with anyone i've never been in a battle but i imagine it would be a little more like battlefield than it would be like titanfall do you have a jet pack not giant that pack? i can tell you about not oh. not that legally i can't confirm nor deny my giant <laughs> mech backpack <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm a, I, I'm a cynical asshole. Titanfall's really good. I bet uh, you'll love it. Unless, if you're still playing Call of Duty right now, and you're kind of going, I'm sort of getting tired of Call of Duty, maybe Titanfall won't be for you, but otherwise, I bet everyone's going to go nuts for it. They're doing some weird server architecture. The whole thing is in the cloud. Ask me anything about the cloud. Do you guys think that this will take some of uh, the Call of Duty luster? Absolutely, it's on yeah. a three-year it's on a three-year development cycle already. I mean, a year from now, Call of Duty is going to be nothing, forgotten until a year later we get a trailer for the new Call of Duty and everyone goes, "Oh yeah, Call of, Call of Duty still exists," which maybe is what that series needs because I don't see how it can stand in the face of Titanfall. It needs to die. It needs to go back to World War Two. Is what it needs. World War Two, invasion of Normandy. Mm-hmm. We need a Call of Duty uh-huh. World War One or Call of Duty Civil War. Fucking three minute reload time. That'd be boring as shit. Yeah. Cannons like marching ah. up in lines. Reload. You got to do this motion in the connect. Makes you do this. <laughs> so I bought an Xbox One this week. I got one. It came in the mail. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. It came in the mail. Uh, the Xbox One compared to the PS4 is a gimmicky s- giant can't stand on its side expensive as shit do you have your playstation on its side yeah weird yeah i had to to make room for the giant xbox that can't stand on its side can we try to turn stupid. your xbox on over your speakers yeah i'll try i'll i'll i'll, I'll try it here <laughs> uh i don't know how to turn you guys on my speakers now oh wait yes i do you gotta say Xbox on. Okay, you should be coming out of my fingers now. Xbox on. 
Okay, hang on, hang on. Let me bring you over. Okay, try it. Xbox on. No, try again. Xbox on. Yeah, yeah. no, you did get it. You did get it the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's on now. I couldn't. I couldn't see the light, so I didn't know if it was on. But yeah, it turns on. Turns my TV on. Kind of cool. Says hello, Matt. Welcome. Thanks for spending say, so much money. I say thank you, Xbox. It so it, it the the way that it signed you in with the Connect that it it looks at you and signs you in. But because I sit in that big brown chair behind me, <laughs> it it never finds me. So I have it set to sign in. It looks at the chair owns the account. <laughs> I don't own the account. I just play on it. The chair owns the account. I'm gonna turn. Here, do you guys wanna you wanna see me turn it off with my voice? Oh wait, I gotta. Hang on. Don't point it at your crotch. It's well, just it's a right... big, big brown man, hey? Yeah, I'm not on the right channel, so I gotta... Where's the TV? There's the TV. Where's the Xbox? Look at that. That's my TV. Oh, you know what? It's not plugged in. That's why. I unplugged the HDMI cable. I can do it with my voice, I bet. See, if, if it turns the TV off... You can plug your, your TV in with your voice? Yeah. That's Xbox, turn off. Yes. It work? Oh yeah, totally did. Can you Should. can you there, talk see? to it normally, or do you, does it have to be like weird and kind of like stoic? Yeah, no, you, can, you can. You can. You have to say Xbox when you want Xbox to listen on. to you. Well, Xbox you're not a, you're not on my speakers anymore, but oh, uh, would it respond to that? Xbox. Yeah, it does. It does. Sometimes Xbox. it's a little. It's a little. X-bone. No, not Xbone. <laughs> So the thing I've had is that I can't. Xbox. I have to say the full names of games, which I don't like. I can't be like Xbox. Go to Rise. I have to be like Xbox. Go to Rise. Son of Rome. Oh, really? Yeah. Xbox. Go to Titanfall Beta. Xbox. Injustice. Gods Among Us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that I mean, sucks. Xbox. Go to Call of Duty Black Ops Two. Was there a? I don't know. There was no. No subtitle on that one. But it, yeah, it's it's weird. It's gimmicky, and it's kind of shitty there's no fucking games like so next month i don't know i, so I here's don't here's a question for you like a legitimate i'm not trying to to start a console war or mm-hmm. anything like that yeah. but clearly you have you have both consoles and games are going to be coming out for both if you when it comes down to that decision of which console to purchase a multi-platform game for yeah. what are you going to go with PlayStation 4, because currently it runs everything at a higher resolution and a higher frame rate. That's a good answer. Yeah. So I don't Um, even really know. Like, that was the thing. Getting this and then playing Titanfall and not just having the Titanfall Stardust in my eyes and being like, oh, Titanfall's the greatest thing ever. Games are over, you guys. Titanfall's out. (laughs) Like, now I just spent... 500 bucks on this fucking thing <laughs> that can't really do anything like it uh, do you have it hooked up through your cable box and like control yeah, your TV yeah but shit? because I'm in Canada I can't there's no like channel guide in there so I'm I, I say Xbox watch TV and it turns the TV on and then I use my remote control so why even how about the hand stuff have you done the, all the hand like uh, because I'm a chair. It doesn't like my hands. <laughs> yeah, chairs don't have hands. Yeah, chairs don't have hands. It, I've done it a little bit, but the thing I don't like is that if you see my hand on the video, to press a button, you have to do... So, like, you put your hand up, it'll detect it. To press a button, you have to go in until it detects that you're you're pressing forward, and then you have to pull back. And, and you have to do it quick, because if you just... Cause 
you know, you push in slow because you're watching it. So the natural response is to pull back slow, and then it does nothing. So you got to put your hand forward slowly and then snap it back. And I feel it's, like it would be the opposite. Pain. Like, it should be punch it and pull yeah, it Yeah, it should be. And, like, you can't just swipe. You can't just do, I want to do this. I want minority report. Like, I can just yeah. next page, next page, next page. You have to put your hand up. You have to, you have to put it forward so it detects it. You have to grab the page and wait for it to detect that you're grabbing. And then you have to move your fist across and then let go. That sort of sucks. Yeah, it's not. The, vo- the, the motion control is dumb. The voice control is okay. So it didn't really make any improvements over the original Connect, Like any true... I haven't, I haven't used the original Connect, so I really... It was pretty bad. I really don't know. Like the voice stuff works fine. The voice stuff usually I can just be like, yeah, Xbox on, go to Rise. It'll go on to Rise. But I mean, it's set up in such a way that I could grab my controller, press the Xbox button to turn it on. I just turned my Xbox on. And um, <laughs> and then go go to rise and and just do it in one one button press, like it's it's cool, but it is not convenient. They, they made it seem a lot smoother when they were when they were marketing it. Like you yeah. were just saying, like you can well, just say Xbox go to rise or Xbox do it, and it doesn't do that. Yeah, it's it's it's. Ugh. Have you tried uh, the like screen and screen type thing when you're watching? Yeah, movie that um, so that only works with certain games. That only works with snappable games. The only snappable game on the Xbox One right now is um, Lego Marvel. <laughs> that game is awesome, though. Yeah, nothing against Lego Marvel. I just <laughs> I don't own it, and no, thank you. So, so the way the way you would. Them. That yeah. feature in. Ugh. Well, you can snap the TV to the side of any game, but it shows up as like a little tiny box up in the corner. And then if you full screen it, then you just open the TV app. And it at that point, why snap, right? The way you want it is like, okay, I'm you know waiting to find a match or something, or I'm downloading this patch or whatever. I want a big TV screen and a tiny little game screen yeah. so I can see what's going on. No, that's not that's not how it works. Huh? Yeah, it's disappointing and stupid and speaking of disappointing let me tell you about rise it's spelled <laughs> with a y because the people at crytech are fucking assholes rise. the beginning of that game says achieved with cry engine achieved with cry engine <laughs> that is the douchiest fucking engine intro swa- i don't know rise looks great um, the thing I will say for Titanfall and Rise, the two games I've played on the Xbox, they both run at a solid 60. Oh, I think my camera just died. They both run at a solid 60 frames per second, which is uh, fantastic. And boy, does Titanfall look sharp at that 60. Yeah. Yeah, real sharp. I don't know what happened to the camera, so I'm just going to leave it and hopefully it fixes itself. It's running. I still see you. Oh, weird. It showed me as a picture to me. Um... Yeah, they run it. They run it a, a, a real nice sixty frames per second. Uh, Titanfall didn't make. They were promising 1080p, didn't make it up there. It's 792p. It? It's a little above 720 because they wanted to lock that 60 in, which I get. Good for them, because honestly, unless you're a weirdo like me, you're not going to notice the difference between 720 and 1080. And uh, but the frame rate you will notice an awful lot. So good that they locked that in there. But the fact that the Xbox has no games that run at 1080p yet is kind of <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. I don't know if Forza does or not. I don't think it does, though. What are, realistically, what are some of the, the big must-have 
Xbox One games coming out after Titanfall. Uh, Halo, if you're still into that, which I am. But is that even slated to be this year? Yeah, yeah, they're saying 2014. Wow. Other than that, like, there's... I couldn't, t- no... I couldn't tell you any Xbox game. No, no real uh, exclusives. I don't know. I'll, let me. I'm sure there is something I'm missing. Let me see a, a list of them here. Try and... How come you got Rise and not Dead Rising? Because I do not like Dead Rising. I do not like the, I could the whole that. the the real time, the weird like. So in Dead Rising, as you're playing the game, it gives you a certain amount of days, and whatever you're doing, everything is always ticking down. So you'll get a mission, and it's ticking down because time is ticking down, and eventually, you know, that person's gonna get killed by zombies or whatever. I don't like that. That always like that's it's stressful. It makes you feel pressured, especially in a game like Dead Rising where there's thousands of zombies on screen now like I just want to kill zombies for a while I just want to roll around and see the interesting ways that I can kill all these zombies there's not like kind of free roam thing where you you don't have an active mission there is but at the same time there isn't because the game starts with uh, it's like hey we're gonna yeah we're gonna bomb the city in three days your game ends in three days no matter how done you are your game is over in three days and as that time ticks down you kind of get main story missions uh forza does run in 1080p okay uh but i don't i liked the original i liked dead rising one and two dead rising one especially because it was something that was exceptionally unique and then dead rising two came out like this is a lot of the same as the other stuff and i feel like they really didn't introduce a whole lot other than more weapon combinations in dead rising three but the one thing that i was actually i was hoping you were going to get that because i wanted to um see if they really did the the whole zombies react to noises that are made in your room through the connect oh is that is that is that a thing i don't that was one thing that i i think i heard about at e3 or either i read an article about it where based on what's happening in your room so let's say you're you're trying to sneak through a bunch of zombies and your dog barks in the background the the connect will pick it up and the zombies will actually respond to that so the thing that sort of bums me out even more about the Xbox One is because it has this fucking stupid connect that every at least every it's not in Titanfall yet to their credit that I've seen but Rise has it Dead Rising has it almost every launch game has it there's these dumb voice prompts that you can do with the connect so it's either hold the button down for 15 seconds in Rise which is a long time to hold the button down when there's stuff going on or say the the prompt so it'll be like you know fire arrows or hold down left bumper for 15 seconds. Jesus. Like, it's it's <laughs> dumb, and it's gimmicky, and it's just... Do you have to say fire arrows for 15 seconds, too? No, you say it once. You say fire arrows. Arrows fire. That's it. So they force you to use the connect. Basically, yeah. It's a real dumb way of, like, you know, you don't have to, but, man, wouldn't this game be way more fun if you were, like, talking to your troops? And, like, no. That didn't even work with Tom Clancy's That's End War. Dumb. Yeah. Uh, well, to End War's credit... It was designed around that, so it worked a little better. Here, it's just thrown in. It's just they could literally take all the connect stuff out. It's even stuff like uh, in Dead Rising, you can switch tabs in the menus by saying the name of the tab if you want, or you can just left over with the joystick, like we've been doing for the last fifteen years. Like I'd, I think the, I'd, I'd, I don't like the connect. I, don't, I really don't like the connect. I, I'm kind of glad that Sony abandoned the whole motion control crap with the PlayStation Eye. Kind of after they saw the backlash for the Connect 2, they they quietly discredited and got rid of the PlayStation Eye as part of the key 
concept of Sony. I bet you. I bet you. Within twelve months, we will see a new PlayStation Four attachable that is in fact a camera. Yeah, and but has something not, to do with some dumbass motion controls. But they're, I don't think they're going to bill it as being our system is built around this like Microsoft. No, no, I hope not. I'm looking at these Xbox One exclusives, and there are none. Halo, I'm actually, that's it. I'm comparing the PS4 and the uh, the Xbox One list right now. Granted, there aren't a ton of games coming out for either, but I'm liking what I see on the PS4 list a little bit better. Yeah, there's there's basically nothing... Peggle kind of 2. A, do, you, do you regret buying it? No, because I never... Like, I buy so much of this shit anyways <laughs> that, I mean, that that buyer's remorse response has been so deadened by things like <laughs> Tekken Tag Tournament 2, 99 Nights, uh, I have a whole wall of them, Gun, which I bought for oh. 60 bucks with my $700 Xbox 360 that red ringed. Alone in the dark, like it goes on and on and on. No, I don't. I don't really have that that buyer's remorse anymore. Fair enough. Yeah, they're they're supposed to be patching the party system too for the Xbox, which is just unbearable right now. Yeah, so how when you they drop the ball on that, like, so when you get in a party with someone else, it will snap your game and it'll automatically put your party on the side for some fucking reason. And you would think that you would just be like, oh, B, get out of there. No, it's it is a process to get that fucking. You either say, "I learned this finally." You say Xbox unsnap, and it'll unsnap it, or you go through the twenty six button prompts to get rid of it. And it just it, it's things like, uh, so if we're all in a party, I can't invite every, like if I'm playing Titanfall and you and I and Kevin are in a party, I can't just press a button that says invite party the game, and then you'll all join my game. It's such a convoluted, fucked up system. Like I don't know how they broke it so bad. But it's painful. It's almost as bad as on the PS4 when you invite somebody. It kicks you to that... uh, Instead of just inviting them, it brings up that message screen and is like, you're inviting this guy to your game. Do you want to send this message? And then you have to press send (laughs) and wait for that loading bar to fill up. That's something they should really get rid of because that is just an unnecessary screen. But it's like... The PS4 is somehow miles ahead on this multiplayer shit, which is a total... That's weird. Yeah, it's a total 360 ah. from what it was last time. <laughs> it's That's weird, man. Weird. The Xbox sucks. Well, I, I heard... Fucking hate it. And I heard they're having a cheaper one come out this year already, which... What the fuck? Also, Rise goes on sale on Friday for, like, half price digitally, which what the fuck? That... Because of all the backpedaling and all the, like, the, the sort of, like, taking back what they said about uh, constantly online and stuff, I heard that, like, the engineering that had to go into that is hampering everything else. Well, weren't they saying that a lot of people were saying the Xbox came out six months too soon? Like, they needed more time to actually develop this shit. Well, the reason that they needed... too, right? The reason they they even needed that more time was because up until, like, a month before release, whenever that that, that press conference was, they were saying, always online, you know, all all DRM, and then they they went, oh, no, wait, no. They engineered their system to be this way, the the way they first presented it, and because of the backlash, they had to pull all that shit out, and that... When I mean, they announced that, those, 
those lead architects had just like motherfucker. Yeah, I'm guessing yeah. like a lot of that shit was like, wow, well, we have to redesign a ton of shit. So it's it's just grading too, like uh, everything, the interface, stuff like finding games, stuff like finding demos. Took me almost like 20 minutes to figure out where the demos are. It's having it be on the PS3 and just be smooth and quick and and easy. I mean, sorry, PS4, and then going to this and just having like it's not super bad. If you didn't have anything to compare it to, you'd probably be like, ah, oh, it's you know, it is a little slow. It's a little bit cumbersome, but it's not the end of the world. That's how I felt about the the, the PSN store with the PS3. Like I felt that I was perfectly fine because I did not have it have xbox live to compare it to is the store faster on the ps4 yeah much way faster, faster yeah okay. you can also the thing i really like about the ps4 is you can basically alt tab out of your game open the store do whatever you want dick around yeah. alt tab back into your game whereas on the xbox it's never clear if you are suspending the game or closing the game entirely. So sometimes, like with Rise, for instance, you'll be like, oh, I'm going to go see, you know, I'm going to go watch Netflix for 20 minutes, whatever. I'll just leave Rise running in the background because I'm going to keep playing. I just need a break. And uh, you you go out of it, and then you go to go back to it, and you're like, oh, I, I closed it, I guess. That's weird because when I did this with Titanfall, like, I was in a game, and just to see if I could, I opened Netflix and, you know, watched 10 seconds of a video and went right back into my game. So some games you can't suspend? <sighs> to be I fair, don't know. It's not clear about how to do it, or if every game does it, or what. To be fair, I don't think you can do that with the PlayStation 4, because it'll prompt you to close... Well, yeah, at least it's very Netflix. upfront. It's like, hey, man, you oh, got to close this application before you start another one. Right. Is that cool? Yeah. And you're like, yes, no. The Xbox, it's just like, ah, they probably know what they're doing. You know, they somehow figured out all this bullshit systems that are redundant and stupid. Like, they just patched it um, because you couldn't choose what order things downloaded in. You couldn't. You had no download queue. You couldn't pause. You couldn't resume. You couldn't see what you downloaded. You just oh. went, "I want this, 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 this," and then, like when I was downloading Rise, you know, I wanted Rise to download first, so it would download the piece I was playing, or, or download the chunk of the single player, and I could start playing it. While all this other shit downloads, th there's no way to control that. So I ended up downloading. Killer Instinct and the Zoo Tycoon demo and the Dead Rising Three <laughs> demo and Netflix and all these other apps. And going like, what the fuck? Why is Rise taking sixty hours to download? Is it is it, ridiculous? Speaking just to Rise, uh, not a great game. I didn't really talk about it, but Does it I don't know. Look good? It looks fantastic. It looks amazing. It might be might be the best looking game to date. It is stunningly beautiful. It's just kind of a shitty game. It's third person action. You know, X is uh, light attack. Y is heavy attack. B is... Uh, sometimes, when you do it... Stop me if you've heard this before, Oliver. Some, when you do enough damage to a dude, they'll get a red thing above their head, and if you pull the execute button, you'll go into an execute move where you can regain health or other meters. Sounds like often, my real life. Often it is visceral. Hmm. There are a lot of naked men. The similarities between this and your life, adding up, adding up. Yep. Uh, it's it's not great. It's a real hammy story. You're a commander of Rome. Your father gets killed, and you're out for revenge. That's it. That's all. That's 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 rise. 
It looks great. Looks beautiful. But kind of shitty. That's it. That's the Xbox. Ask me anything about the Xbox One. How's the controller? It's fine. It's yeah. uh, well, very you those haptic feedback triggers. Uh they're weird. They're not. They're just rumble packs in the triggers. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. The it's triggers no, rumble. Not like any sort of uh, resistance. I think it's it's hard to tell if there was like when a controller is rumbling frantically. It's hard to tell if it is more resistance behind it or if it is just rumbling under your finger. But it, I don't know. It feels how fine. About, the, uh, how about the uh, the joysticks? Because one complaint that I think it's getting a little too nitpicky, but a lot of people are saying that the joysticks felt too tall. So the thing that I don't like about the joysticks is. Um, Hang on a sec. It's the same design, right? Kind of. Apparently the bumpers are real shitty, watching, If you're watching the video, so here is the Xbox One controller. Here is the Xbox 360 controller. Hmm. So not not a ton of difference. The start button is now three horizontal lines. I fucking hate that. It is a nameless button. Come on, so games, gangster. Oh, games will options. games will just show the lines. Yeah, well, I'd rather have a button hate, have a name. I sort but, of hate uh, the options button on the PlayStation. You can't really see it. I don't know if you can if you can see the joysticks. They have this. Um, I love that. Yeah, the little grippy thing around. Yeah, it. it's 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 really rough. It feels is really good actually. Well, and, Kevin and I were talking about that at E3 when we were playing that shit pile Crimson Dragon or whatever the hell that was. The oh, only yeah. redeeming factor of that game yeah. was we were Panzer enjoying Dragoon. we were enjoying the the grippiness around the joysticks more than the game itself. They have a like a dimple in the very center of the joystick, and I do not I like it drives me nuts under my thumb. It's like it feels like there's something on the joystick, and I'm constantly trying to like scratch it, and I'm like, oh no, that's not. It's like just a dimple. A dimple indentation, or like a yeah, protrusion? no, like an indentation in the very dimple, in the yeah. very very center of the joystick. It's it's really nitpicky, but it is weird. I don't know. The bumpers feel fine. They're uh, that's the one thing that I hear everybody bitching the most about. I don't know. They're they're identical to the old bumpers. They're just, I mean, they're not uh, inlaid anymore. The whole where is it on the camera? There, Th- this whole thing now is a bumper. So any pressure on there. Puts the bumper in, whereas it is very clearly a button on, on the other Xbox controller. Hmm. I don't know. They feel fine. It's got this. Uh, it has a a uh, a port on the back that I don't know what it's for. Still conventional batteries. Yeah, yeah. Two double A's. Fucking hate It's way. Dumb. It's way better. It's way better. No. No. Yes. Yes. I still have my original PS3 controller yes. with the same battery that lasts so, forever. So far, I've put. Mm, I didn't play the shit out of Titanfall this week. I've probably put, I don't know, 25, 30 hours on this controller. Maybe even a little more. Maybe even more like 40 hours. Uh, still, according to the battery indicator, which they patched in this week. Isn't that fucking crazy that this system didn't launch without a battery indicator? The battery indicator still shows me at over half. So, I mean, I'd way rather put the double A's in. Yeah, two double A's. I'd way rather put the double A's in, have my controller last for 120 hours, because like I am recharging my PS4 controller constantly, constantly every day, yeah. every day, every day. I have to plug it in after I, a long I, session. I bought a second controller just for that reason. Yeah, it's pretty got a stupid. Second controller for Christmas for that reason. It's probably oh. that that stupid ass speaker on it. Back to my original light. question. 
the joystick height. Do you notice anything different with that or not? Is that not they are really much higher? They are way higher. But I mean, do you think can you that do affects a, you? Can you do a side by side? Oh yeah, you can see it really good on the camera. Yeah. Those are uh, no, no, no. Like I, I, it's not like I was. My 360's been red ringed for the last four months, so it's not like I was coming straight off a 360 controller to this. So I haven't noticed any problems. I think they feel fine. I I prefer the PS4 controller, but they both feel okay. What? Uh, how's the D-pad? Because I know that was a huge gripe with the 360s. This one, a it's fast good. It's really good now. Yeah. See, it's uh, it's not a giant round button. See, the D-pad on the 360 controller is a big round button. So really, the the D-pad is a joystick on the A360 controller. This one, it's more. It's you an know, actual button. Yeah, it clicks too. It it, it has a real satisfying click to it that you you know when you are inputting a direction is there any word on when uh the three the xbox one controllers are going to go pc compatible i have no idea i know they're doing a big firmware update for the controller soon uh apparently what was i reading titanfall will be less twitchy after they update the controller yeah they were it updating the controller fine to me the, what was that whole story they were talking about the titanfall titanfall basically not forced, but strongly encouraged, or not a redesign, but an update of the controller because of some issues with it. I didn't read the whole. Yeah, article. it was something to do with like the dead zone was a little too a little too small the way it is now, so it felt really really twitchy. Apparently, like I I, I think everything feels fine. I I have no idea, but I guess they're they're updating that as well, which is kind of nuts as well if you think to have need a a, a controller firmware update only three months after launch it's weird it's a weird system and they're they 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 should put a book out on like exactly what the fuck is going on with this because i bet that'd be real interesting read that's it that's the xbox that's titanfall that's uh, rise i think that's all i played uh, anybody What's got the next any? thing coming out uh thief comes out a week from tomorrow that game looks super cool. Yeah, yeah. I was just watching that first mission. Man. Yep. I like Thief. I really like Thief. So I'm, I'm jazz, man. Oliver. Yeah, Eric. Did you get Dag and Ron Pond? Nope. <laughs> so you guys were asking me last week about the consequences for failing your, your. Uh, your trials and i got through the, i got through the very first trial and I, I read through the email again from uh nis and legally i can't talk about anything after chapter one and chapter one ends with your first the end of your first class trial um so i wanted i, I was going to talk to you a little bit more about that to hopefully sell you on the game because i'm still super hooked on it well i have i have a few follow-up questions after um sure listening to that conversation from last week are you set on your like main character, or can you choose any one of these students? No, you're set on your main character because you are the you are the ultimate lucky student who got into this prestigious school simply based out of luck. Huh. So you're in the school with all these 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 premier intelligent people or or skilled people throughout the country, and you're just the one who got in purely out of luck. And that's kind of the appeal of it is you don't really deserve to be there, but you're kind of now at the center of everything. I see. What else? So that'd be kind of cool if you could be it, the different characters. It would be, but I don't know how it would work. Without spoiling anything, I don't know how it would really work. Um, the first, the first 
mystery that you have to solve is this girl is murdered in your room. So the way that the story is set up is that you start developing this relationship with one of these girls whose room is next to you. She comes to your room in the middle of the night and says, I'm scared somebody's pounding at my door. I waited for a couple hours and when I finally went out, they were gone. So she comes into your room and she makes this suggestion, would you mind switching rooms for the night? So you're like, fine, that's okay. They won't know that you're in my room. Everything will be fine because the only rule for at nighttime was you have to be in your dorm room. It doesn't say whose dorm room you have to be in. You have to be in a dorm room. Mm -hmm. So they switch rooms. In the morning you wake up, she's dead in your bathroom. And that's kind of where this mystery starts where you have to figure out who killed her and why. And everybody's pointing at you because it happened in your room. So you have to go around and you have to, to collect all these clues and then what happens is, and this is clear, this is easily the coolest part of the game, is you go down into the dungeon and you have this class trial. And people are, it's, it's a continuous trial. There's no pausing, there's no stopping, it's just 100% conversation happening, and you have, you can interject at any time and use facts that you found to, to counteract people's arguments. And it's not as, as clear-cut as you'd think. Like, if you fail at it, it'll restart a certain part and be like, boy, I could have said this at that point, so it kind of tells you what you need to say. But um, there's certain little mini-games that you need to do during this trial and pull out the different pieces from your your investigation. And uh, I, it's cool, man. It's really, really cool. Hmm. I don't know. I would, my Vita has just been sitting stale like for the longest time. $40 is really, really expensive for a portable game for me. Um, Isn't that like it's standard? standard yes. It's standard. Price? I don't buy full price handheld games. I usually wait till they go on sale. This one, if you see it on sale for twenty bucks, hands down, get it. You're gonna get a ton of hours of gameplay out of it. Like I'm, I think I'm nine or ten hours in, and I'm just done with chapter one. And you have fifteen people to kill off. So, so when does this game end? When everyone's dead? The, the concept of the game is you need to graduate and the only way you get out of the school is by graduating and graduating means you kill somebody and you become blackened and you get away with it. So if you decide, if you decide to, if somebody kills someone, goes through the whole class trial and you get it wrong, like the class has to say this is who we think it is, if they get it wrong they all get executed and the person who did the, who committed the murder gets to leave. But um, at that point, then it just, you fail and you start the trial over again. So it doesn't oh, give you that... dumb. Yeah, it doesn't give you that option to fail and start over, but I'd be kind of pissed if it did because the setup for this game is really long. It's like five hours before you even get into the first trial. <laughs> well, it should give you like a save right before it. I don't know, but... Fuck yeah, that. Uh, uh, what are they? Iron Man mode. Yeah, I would it's, be on board with Iron Man mode for that. It's it's actually neat because when you're done and you're like, I have all the definitive proof, this is who it is, and you finally convinced everybody that that's the person who committed it, you call them out on it, and then they start backpedaling on it, and then they get executed. And so you can you uh, misinterpret the evidence and ha- and convince everyone that it was this guy when really you're like, well, you looked at these clues the wrong way, so it really isn't that the, guy? The first, the first mystery. I haven't gotten through the second one just because each of the trials is so long. Um, the first one was actually pretty clear cut that I knew exactly who it was. Like they were all focusing behind the girl. There were these numbers. It was like one one zero three 
one one seven, whatever. There's numbers behind it, and if you read it upside down, it spelled the name of the person. <gasps> and like that was the clinching evidence, and and everybody was reading it as numbers, so I knew who it was. So I didn't try to convict somebody else. So to be honest, I don't know. Cause so, so if you only had that one piece of evidence, could you be like, come on, God, look, if you you flip it upside down and that. It totally looks. You see, the well, three is like an E, and it, it, it totally spells out L E A. I can't think of any names you can spell with upside down numbers. But in the process, this is the basis of my investigation. Just take look. It. It's it's eight thousand and eight, and if it's boob upside boob. down, it's Every, it's in the boob, process. You guys. Everybody's, everybody's got their their suspicions, and in the first one, they all think it's you. So they're all trying to pin the evidence on you so you're on the chopping block and you have to refute all of their evidence with other stuff that you found like I found this charred piece of, of shirt by the incinerator and I found this crystal ball that was used whoa, to whoa, whoa. how do you know it's a piece of a shirt because it shows you it's the sleeve it's it's a charred piece of shirt it's the sleeve mm, the see that seems like it's, I've been watching a lot of True Detective and I've learned that you're not supposed to come in with a narrative because then you start bending the evidence to fit that narrative. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Woody Harrelson taught me. That's a great show, by the way. Unbelievable. True Detective. Really? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, if they ever make a movie about Bill Nye, the science guy's life, like a biopic, uh, Matthew McConaughey could play a great Bill Nye. What? Because That's weird. He, it, that? he lost, like... Uh, he's probably like 90 pounds in this show. He is stick thin. It is like freaky how thin he is. And he looks exactly like Bill Nye. Hmm. Great show. Highly recommended. It. It's on HBO. I've been meaning to watch it. Lots of people have been talking it up. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth the hype, man. heard the ladies in the show are quite attractive. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Episode one, uh, there's a lot of titties. Sweet. A lot. Wait, what show was that? True Detective. It's great Detective. because. Okay, I don't want to come off as super creepy, but it's inevitable here. There's one part where uh, it's some guy's mistress, and she's very, very attractive. She's a college student, like uh, unbelievably gorgeous, and they're getting down to business. And it's in the back, not even in the back of my mind, out loud, I'm like, man, I hope we get to see her boobs. And then two seconds later, <laughs> it happens. So. S- delivers what it promises. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh man, do you guys want to talk about a little bit of news here? I just want to tell Oliver get get the game. Your Vita needs some love. Can you let me know when it goes on sale? Because I don't really feel like paying forty bucks for a Vita game. Yes, I will let you know because if it's, I would say it's worth twenty bucks easily. Yeah, I'll, I'll spend twenty bucks on it. I mean, you're you're pushing you're pushing for it, and I really do want to play my Vita. It's a, it's a really good do. Vita game. You you have to you have to get over that initial. This is boy, this is a really anime style, like hardcore Japanese anime. But once you get into the actual, yeah, that's how I like my potatoes, Japanese anime, hardcore. That and that's kind of why I, want, I also want to play Persona. It did turn me off with uh, Nino Kuni, but no, this isn't Nino Kuni. Wasn't like hardcore anime style. Like this is true, true yelling, screaming type anime shit. Do people say? Oh. oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. I'm yeah. This sounds checks out. It sounds like Japanese anime to me. Yeah. I'll let you know when it goes on sale because I think you'd actually really like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
the only thing that I've been running on my Vita is still um, Wake Up Club. Yeah, Wake Up Club. <laughs> That's it. Fucking <laughs> Wake Up Club. It's my alarm <laughs> clock. I thought you were about to say it's my life. It's my life. <laughs> it's my life clock, and there's still like trophies to be had. I need to, I need to wake up 365 days to get my last trophy. Is that like congratulations? You lived an entire year. You woke <laughs> up every day. Yeah, pretty much. Wait, is that is that with that game? Is it like you woke up before your alarm and turned it off every day for a year? No, you wake up at your alarm and you turn it off within a minute. So instead I, of like see, that's not even or whatever. When my alarm goes off, I am, f- most times, unless I'm, like, hungover, I am, like, firing on all cylinders. I am wide awake. I'm like, ah! Here we go! <laughs> it's like, you pop the clutch. Neutral to fourth. It's sort, of, it's sort of weird, though, because I'll have that go off, like, ten minutes before my real alarm. So I'll kind of just, like, I'll just sort of, like, sleep right through it, put it away, or whatever, and then just wait for my real alarm. So if you're just in this for the trophies... Which means, yeah, I'm really only why don't, for the trophy. Why don't, you, just why don't you put it after your real alarm? Yeah, I don't know. So you I, wake up, and you go I, for your shower, which takes 10 minutes, and then you have it ring, you know, 15 minutes after you wake up, and then you go to your shower, and you go, oh yeah, you totally woke me up, wake up club, click. Because I sort of need that, like, that initial alarm to tell me, okay, well, it's... You're one of those people, eh? Getting up. Yeah. My, my roommate is one of those people. He needs the initial alarm to go off at 6.30 so he can get up at 7.30. I have a wife that just tells me to get up. Yeah. Well, hey. I'm going to have one of those soon, too, so we'll see how that works. We'll see, all right? We'll see if Pastor Matt lets that get past the altar. (laughs) Pretty soon I'll have a screaming toddler that'll get me up 600 times a night. Yeah, shit. I got a buddy who's having a kid in um, May sometime, end of May. And I'm trying to sell him on one of these video game consoles, because he's not, he, he's not really, he's got a PS3, but I'm like, listen, you're going to need some. that kid is going to have you up at all hours of the night. You're going to need, need something to play, man. You need something to do to stop you from going crazy. I posted, I posted a comment on my Facebook about something like, a PS4 is totally justified on a baby registry. I saw that. Somebody in my family took it super serious. Like, I saw that. How about you put the kid down and... and cradle the or put the controller down and cradle the kid and like actually pay attention to it. like okay i think you missed the joke on that i'm gonna one. give the kid the controller and like just whatever man let I'm him play wake let up him on the floor give, and him, give him the second controller it's not even on he doesn't know he's a baby <laughs> give him the control pad from the from the, uh, the wii u there's oh, something yeah. to do or just give him an nes controller to chew on they don't know any different oh man all right, let's start this news off. Hang Sniper on. Elite 3 has even more gruesome kill cams. Love that game. Can they get more gruesome? I but, didn't uh, think so, but that might be the thing that finally makes me buy a Sniper Elite game. Is Kevin not going to talk about Nerd Olympics? Oh, yeah. I was just figuring Matt would bring it up because, you know, it's kind of what he does. Mm-hmm. Well, because I'm not, in, I'm not as attached, like I don't have my finger on the pulse as much because I'm not in Edmonton. I actually totally forgot. Tell me about Nerd Olympics. Are you the Nerd Olympian? Uh, I am somewhat of the Nerd Olympian. I got medals in three of the four events that I wanted to get medals in. boy. Okay, was, which which events? Let's get details here. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Which medal? What'd you get? I got silver. 
Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was an event? You yeah. didn't mention that. It's yes, been an I event did. every year. We've talked about it every single year he goes to Nerd Olympics. We've been doing this show for know. four it, Nerd is, Olympics now? This is the first time that it's been Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yeah. What was the last time? It, I think you, you were talking about it on FS, but you did yeah. not mention Marvel vs. Capcom. Well, I'm glad I didn't, because if you would have shown up and beat me, and I would have been sad. <laughs> who took gold? Who took Man. gold in uh, MVC? Uh, Wes took gold. He was the guy who got Ooh. silver to me last year in Marvel vs. SNK 2. What's his mm, team? Okay. Uh, he ran Dante, and I was too drunk to remember the other two. <laughs> <laughs> but you took silver as a drunk. Uh, it's also the first time I've ever played that game. Yeah, so our, how bad were the other people? No, listen, listen. Our group of friends that goes to Nerd Olympics, everyone is good. Well, not good, but everyone can play one game. Yeah. Everyone else just fucking suck. Don't tell them, but they all suck. It's, it's, it's like League of Legends, that, man. It's uh, why League will never be an event. Every game there, which is why. Like, getting your name on the trophy as overall medal winner is, like, a big deal. Because you have to win a lot of events to get it. How many events do you need to win to get your name on the trophy? Uh, the guy who won it this year had 16 points in medals. Golds are three, silvers two, bronze are ones. Oh. Wow. Okay, uh, MVC. Was this guy legit good, or was it just kind of... It, it's not that he was good... Like, if I had played, like, I would have beat him if I knew what was going on. Like, I just, I looked up a decent team online and picked that as my team. I would have just swept that. Yeah, you would have. I didn't know any moves. I'm like, okay, well, does this person play like Ryu? No. Does this person play like Ryu? No. (laughs) To put it into perspective, I might have been the best Marvel vs. Capcom yeah, three-player there. Because possibly, I yes. I know the basic-ass basics. I know how to kick dudes into the air and then tag other dudes in during a combo. You so, did a I mean, bit of practice. Yep. Oh, yeah, man. My team was uh, Morgan, Dante, and Akuma. It's a good team. It is. I mean, that's is what Morgan the internet good? told me. Morgan's okay. Dante Morgan and is listed as the number one best character in the game. Oh, is that right? Hmm. Yes. Morgan from what? Darkstalkers. Dark. Okay. Oh yeah, I keep wanting to say Darksiders. Okay. What uh? What other events? Uh, the other events that I got medals in, I got gold in chess. Sweet. Uh, I beat Christopher Unitsky. Whoa, 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 whoa! Like basic ass chess, like yeah, like. Real chess? Tabletop chess. Jesus. Weird. Has that always been an event? Uh, no, first year. First year Weird. For chess. Weird. You took gold, huh? Yeah. How drunk were you by chess uh, time? Chess <laughs> was day two. Scale actually, of one to ten. Hold on. Let me, let me tell you how drunk I was day one. Because I showed up with a 12-pack of beer. I'm like, you know, I got a 12-pack. That'll last me all day. I started drinking at about noon... Sure, and yeah. I was eight beers deep by like two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nerd Olympics, man. Uh, but the worst part about it was the last drink that I had, because we had it was an AGLC 
sanctioned event. So we had liquor license and we had bartenders and the whole nine. One of the bartenders who was serving me was uh, girlfriends with one of my friends. And she, it's her mission to like get me super drunk every year for some reason. So I'm already five or six beers in and she brings me my, my beer and it's in a, like one of those red reusable cups. And I'm red like, well, I have bottles. Cup. Like, why, why is it in a cup if I have bottles? And she's like, don't worry about it. So I start drinking it. And I'm like, this tastes kind of weird. <laughs> it's and I'm just like, whatever, whatever, whatever. She spiked it with like three shots of rum. Holy. Wow. This girl's trying to get you drunk, man. Forget Nerd Olympics. Jesus. Why don't you exactly. focus on what's right in front of you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, sorry, baby. I gotta go win gold in chess. <laughs> I've got a chess match right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I got a little bit drunk on day one. We had a break and we went for sushi, and I ended up leaving after that. I walked home from <laughs> university to my place. It's just too much, huh? Too much. I was, I was, I was totally done. The next day, I was talking to some people about sushi, and I asked Brandon, another one of my friends, and I'm like, so why didn't you come to sushi? And he's like, I was sitting beside you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> Whoops. So yeah, uh, I missed a lot of events day one that I think I could have meddled in if I wasn't as drunk as I was. It's not uh, really what Nerd Olympics is about, though. Well, if, Depends. I <laughs> super failed my Mario 3 run. I, got I heard. Ended. What happened? I ended, up, I ended up like fifth place or whatever. Ooh. Uh, what happened? Didn't you take a medal last year? For uh, Mario? No. For Mario speedrun? No. no? Hmm. I, uh, the only other person who was competition, I kept egging her on to like get her run done because she kept waiting and waiting until the very end because she wanted to scout everyone else out and see like what their times were and what their path was so as soon as she realized that all the real competition was done and that their times weren't that great she's like okay well i'm just gonna beat level one get the p-wing and then use my warp whistles so that i can p-wing across the level that everyone has failed on and just win i'm like you scummy bitch no way that's that's legit play win man competition. So too wait, what much is meta thinking? Is it me. is it a distance run? Like what what were the rules for the Mario three speed run? Distance. Uh, it, it was distance versus time, right? Like ten minutes it, yeah. or two lives, whichever comes first. To get as far as you can. To get as far as you can. If you died, like if you made it to the same level that somebody else did, and you either died for a second time or your time was up, then it would be score based. So okay, got, so even if I make it to the very end of the level and die, and you don't, it still comes down to score, because we That's both right. died on that level. We okay. both okay. died to the same level, essentially. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, it was... I don't know. I it's thought it was a pretty bitch move to make. Mostly because I didn't sort of... think of it first. <laughs> that's the one you sort of just, like, train at constantly, eh? Because you're always just playing that game. But he's never taken well, a medal. I was, I, that's right. The entire I was never practicing World 8. I was thinking... Oh. I learned, like, recently that it was warp whistles allowed. I didn't think it was right. warps, so I was, like, doing through every level. So, I remember like, my World you... 1, World 2 was really good. But my I... World 8 wasn't that good. I remember you and Eric practicing speedruns Christmas yeah. time last year when Eric came down. 
Well, we weren't practicing speedruns. We were just playing the They're game. Just playing the game. Wasn't yeah. that for Nerd Olympics? Wasn't Nerd Olympics coming up like right around? No, we were just playing Mario oh. Three because it was All right. fun. Yeah, a couple well, of dudes whatever. With some beers, playing a game. Yeah. Sure. No, hey, my life. Literally all I do now. <laughs> Look, beer. Talking about games. Batman in the background. Batman. Judging. Just hanging out. <laughs> Matt. You could be so much more. Oh, you gotta do something with your life, Matt. But yeah, I miss the uh, Super Smash Brothers. Event. Which one? Which version? I don't know. The uh, Wii version, I think. Yeah, probably the Wii it. version. Yeah, I don't know. The shittiest one, huh? Yeah. All right. Uh, we they did Geometry Wars two. Yeah. And I got like two million points without knowing what was going on. <laughs> yeah. And not only that, but I died two times because as soon as I died, I figured, oh well, this has got to be like a three second respawn. Nope. Instant respawn. Enemy hit me again, and I died again. I'm like, fuck off. And then uh, I thought I had four lives, but turns out somewhere along the line I got an extra life. So I died for the fourth time and just put the controller down and started to walk away. And everyone's <laughs> like, you have another life, you have another life. I'm like, fuck off. So before I even picked up the controller again, I was dead. <laughs> I'm like, well, if I would have been A, paying attention, or B, knew what the fuck was going on, it would have been easy gold. Because the guy who got gold got like five million points, which was nothing. I could have killed could have killed in some Geometry Wars. Tell uh, me about the Worms competition. Uh, I did not make it to Worms. It was after <laughs> I was after too drunk. Let me tell you about what happened when I got home. I got home <laughs> at like 6 o'clock at night and promptly passed out for like 17 hours. Oh my god. Like just passed out on my couch and then the next thing I know it's like 11 o'clock and I'm like, well, what the fuck? I turned on my computer at some point because I thought I was going to, like, play some fucking League of League. Legends or something. Let's not joke about. We all know it would be League of Legends. <laughs> well, it might have been Hearthstone. Don't get me wrong. All right. All right. Touche. Touche. Uh, but, yeah, I'm like, don't remember doing that. Then pass out. and It was just a gong show. And then you rallied back up the next morning and won three more or what? Uh, won two golds the next day. Golden chess and golden nerd trivia. Ooh, how was the nerd trivia this year? Yeah. You have the list. The I questions? do have the list. Oh, I, I love this. My favorite part of Nerd Olympics. This is my favorite part of the podcast after <laughs> Nerd Olympics. Yeah, yeah, we get it once a year, and uh, let me just pull it up here. Bring it on, man! Let's see what we can do. Uh, we'll start with one of the more difficult questions. Are we going to ring in? Or are we just shouting it out? Do you guys want to ring in? We'll do it like game show style. All right, all right. Well, bzzz. Do you want me to go through like every question? Well, let's not do them all. Just whatever. Let's just hear them and see if we can. Let's just see if we can puzzle through them. I'll skip the like the nerd ones. Like yeah, if there's some we obviously won't know, like Doctor Who episode three. Like just pass. All right. uh, As of Generation Five, how many Pokemon are available to catch? Ooh. 625. 700 700 and... 736. I'm going to go with 240. That's uh, definitely wrong. 649. Eads was pretty close. Closest without going over? So many. Uh, Sure, closest without going over. Uh, In Earthbound, what is the name of the baseball bat that you can't help but swing with all of your might? 
Anybody. Ness. What is Ness's bat? Earthbound. I don't know. You guys have been playing Mother. That's I have game. no idea. Totally no idea. Mother, the home bat. run home run bat. Uh, that was my guess because that's what they call it in Smash Bros. Smash Brothers. Yeah. Uh, it is called the AC bat. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Wouldn't have known. From the the book, Casey hits a home run. Yeah, sure. Uh, this this question was submitted by Bryce. <laughs> League of Legends? Uh, no, in Super Mario Sunshine, oh, Mario Christ. is given a flood. What does flood stand for? F L U D D. Shit. F L U D D. Yeah, there was a time. There was a time when I knew this. No idea. Something device. Fucking can't remember. Device is the last D. Good job. It is the Flash Liquidizer Ultra Dousing Device. Got most of it. <laughs> I can only remember dousing device. Flash? Why is it Flash? Really? Flash? Yeah, Flash. I would have never got that. Because it's quick. Uh, I actually Ooh. traded my answer to Bryce for my question for his question, and that <laughs> oh. single-handedly helped me win the game. What was your question? Uh, my question is uh, not necessarily video game related, but I'll give it to you anyway. Okay. Star Trek? Star Trek. Yeah. Any Star Trek fan should be able to list off the registration numbers for the USS Enterprise, which is... Anyone? (laughs) NCC-1701. Alright. What are the registration numbers for the USS Defiant and USS Voyager? Oh, that's the question. Okay. What was... Whatever. The first was the build-up. A good question. Pass. 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 Yeah. No, yeah, good build-up, man. That's a tough That's one. I bet hilarious. nobody got that, except Bryce, who you no, gave yeah, the answer to. No, yeah, that's exactly right. My group and Bryce's group were the only ones who got that. Jesus. What if he um, had that written on his arm? Here's, here's another one. In the Super NES RPG Chrono Trigger, your party faces off against a powerful sorcerer in the Middle Ages named Magus. Magus grew up in the Kingdom of Zeal under a different name. What was his name? Carl. I have no idea. Never played enough of Chrono Trigger to Janice. know. Janice. Okay. Janice yeah. was the name. I don't wow. know any of these. Uh, here's one that you guys might get. It's not video game, but kinda, I guess. In Star Wars, Leia is adopted into a family of nobility on Alderaan. Name the family's last name from the adoption. Really? Nobody? Not a Star Wars or Star Trek. No idea. I no get. fucking idea. Organa. Okay, sure. Take your word for it. Lay oregano, whatever you just said. Uh, I'll give you guys this one. In the Lord of the Rings, how many rings of power were made in total? Five. No. Four. Shut up. Seven. Plus three. Is it 20? It is 20. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How do you go from seven to three to 20? I was counting them. I was counting them. Seven for the dwarves. In their halls of stone. Come on. Three for the elves, nine for like nine for men with the one five. ring. Yeah, there you go. Seven for the dwarves, three for the elves, nine for the Nazgul, and then the one, the one. What's up? Get on my Lord of the Rings. Uh, this one will be directly to Eric. <laughs> I just did the shirt thing. I did it too Don't quick for the camera. Because I'm going to get it wrong and look stupid. <laughs> if you get it wrong, you will look stupid. Uh, many RPGs have a love story hanging around the main Save the World quest, and the Final Fantasy franchise is no exception. Name the main character's love interest in Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, and 10. Okay, 7 is Ares. 8 is Rhinoa. Stop a second. 7, would it be legit to say Tifa? 
It was I, legit. It was both answers. Yes. I had a crush on Tifa so over Ares. Nine, nine was was Garnet slash Dagger, and ten was Yuna. Uh, nine was the only one my group didn't get. None of us really liked that game. I gave you both names. That's pretty good. Good job, Eric. You're right. Way to way to not be a poser. Uh, here, let's bust out another one. Uh, Mega Man was one of the most recognized oh. franchise in Capcom's hands. What year was the first Mega Man released in North America? Eighty-one. Eighty-seven. Oh, yeah, come you on. You should let me guess. I was, I was actually going to say eighty-eight, but... It would have been close, but you would have yeah. went over. When so was you it released in Japan? <laughs> I don't know. Not eighty-one. I'm going to say eighty-one is early. Not eighty-one, dude. Eighty-one is like... 81 is MSX like, era. 81 is is fucking King's Quest 1 came out in 1981. <laughs> was that Mega Man great. Was Mega Man on anything before no. the NES? No. No. Uh the story in Diablo takes place in around and underneath a particular town. What is this town's name? Tristram. Well, what? Tristram. What? Okay. You said Tristan. Yeah. <laughs> Tristram. You, you want to hear something funny? It's not uh, Tristram? No, it is. Okay. <laughs> My group got 14 points, 14 out of 25. Uh, second place got 13. That was the question they got wrong? And no, this question, we wrote down Tristran with an N, and they accepted it. Oh. What? <laughs> oh, such bullshit. Such a bullshit. I would have challenged that. Yeah. I totally would have challenged that. I In the Street Fighter franchise, it. Ryu and Ken have a powerful flying uppercut attack. Name it. Let me know. Shoryuken. Oh, I was going to see if I could have done it. His uppercut is... Shoryuken! Yeah. Here's a uppercut? Mega Man trivia for you. The Shoryuken... No, we're not doing just, no, just trivia. Come on. No, the sh not trivia, but a factoid. The Shoryuken is actually in Mega Man X. And the, yes, and the fireball. Is. I heard yeah. about you talking that on, the, on your show, yeah. and you said it was super hard to get. I got that shit. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you had to do some crazy air dash jumps on, like, the very first level to get it. Yeah. So I don't even remember, but I remember, like, knowing about that, and I'm like, fuck, I'm getting that. It's hard. Yeah, I think there's it. one or two more I can give here. Uh, the adventures of Commander Shepard in Mass Effect lead him slash her to wield many different weapons. What is the name of the standard issue assault rifle that he begins the game with? <laughs> um. No idea. Wait. That game. Oh, that was so long ago. I don't. I never. Yeah, I, I don't, don't remember. remember. No, I don't know. What is it? The M8 Avenger. Ah, uh, yeah. And last one that That's I know you guys one. will all get. I am told there are six ponies and three princesses in the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. <laughs> Name any three of them and entice the scorn of everyone around you. I can literally do zero. Okay, wait, what? What are we naming? Three, the uh, ponies? The ponies or the princesses. Any of them. There's nine answers. Sugar. Snuggles. Sparkles. Fluffy. All right, we're 0 for 4. <laughs> no fucking idea. <laughs> did anybody get that? Who got that? Uh, I bet Adam did. Was Adam there? I bet Adam oh, no, knew Adam all about there. my little uh, pony. <laughs> it was pretty funny because there was three people per group, and it was myself, Chris, and this, like crazy fat goth chick i hope you're not listening <laughs> but uh she wait was, was like, she crazy and fat or crazy fat like, like all of the above like <laughs> commas anywhere in there <laughs> she was like really sad and down because she wasn't answering any questions and all of a sudden the fucking 
My Little Pony question comes up, and she's like, I can name every single one of them. She should be like, even more sad because she can. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. she liked him as a little girl. She's a girl. She could have liked him as a kid. Hasn't that been around know. for Apparently years? I don't know. she works at a store where she sees them every day. Oh, right. she works at My Little Ponies R Us. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Man, I suck. Questions. To get any of those. Shepherd's first assault rifle. Come on. Some of them, I feel, are, like, so specific. Yeah. That even though I've played Mass Effect four times front to back... You it's know, one of those I didn't, things that you probably yeah. just see in the menu in passing. What is well, the 17th word Shepard says in Chapter 2 of the Mass Effect DLC? That would be a great question. Like, yeah. that's that's oh, how I feel about some of these questions. Very, but that's very... the point. That's the point of the question. It's to stump everybody except yourself. I guess. Why not just make them, like... Like, yours was impossible. Yeah, Nobody in the Alex world could have gotten yours. <laughs> uh, the girl in my group uh, got the Voyager one, right? Without my help. That's half way there. That's not even the full yeah, question. That's, that's half of one point. All that's right, whatever. Great. Most there were only two groups that got over fifty percent. So I don't know. If I was not, if I made a question, I'd be like, yeah, this is tough. But at least people can can get it. If you know your shit, you can get it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's not like you know. Or in Street Fighter 2, if you do this thing, Ryu says this one first syllable, what is that translated into Japanese? Like, no, fuck you. That's a great question. 90% of those questions end in fuck you. Group, That's how they should end. The group right beside me uh, scored 2 out of 25. Oh, Jesus. So yeah, they were they were having a lot of fun. So the way they do it there, you just write it down, or do you have to like buzz in for shit? No, no, you just write it down. Okay. Everybody gets their own score. So did you get your name on the trophy this year? Was your score good enough? Uh, my score was not good enough. However, the gold medal that we got on the very last event pushed Chris into third place. From second? Or no, from no, what? From, from first? From oh, like, from like sixth. Oh, so yeah. Uh, well, it's not you. You helped Chris make the trophy? Yeah, but I got a gold too. I guess, but as soon as you realized you were off the trophy, you should have just tanked. Like, well, Chris, <laughs> if I'm going down, sorry, soft point, but I'm taking you with me, buddy. No, I don't think so. I've got medals in three of the last nerd What do the medals events. look like? Yeah, were they the PVC plastic, rings? Plastic rings. Or did they redesign them again? Yeah, no, they're like... Same, same as always. What do they say on them? They say the event. They say Nerd Olympics 2014 and the event. Are they usually in, in February, or did they just do them to coincide with the Winter Olympics? Always on Family Day long weekend. Yeah, on this long weekend, yeah. I feel I should know that. Why don't like you... Capcom? I would have fucking swept the shit out of them. Why don't you ever go? You always say you're going to go, and it's then... It's always weird. And then I'm like... And, and then he's... The whole then... point is to get new blood in. The people who were running it were like, if you know anybody who wants to come, they are more who than gives... welcome. Who cares if it's weird around it? They're not all our friends, first of all. And second of all, they're all super weird people anyway, so who cares? And I know, sure. I, was, I always talk it's about called it Nerd Olympics. <laughs> it's called Nerd Olympics. It's weird. The bar like, is can... <laughs> floor high, buddy. You could trip <laughs> over it and still make it over. I just, I just feel like... Uh, I would have swept yeah, Marvel I know, I, know. I feel like I could take anybody in, or at least give a challenge in Worms. 
And I always, for whatever reason, feel like I can do trivia, which I, apparently I can't. No, yeah, me too. I always think I'm smart, and then I hear the questions, I'm like, uh... No, well, and that's, that's why everyone's in a group of three, right? Because... But if you, you only, if you can answer five questions and everybody on your team can answer five questions, then you're probably going to get a goal. You only read the video game related ones, right? There's other. Yeah, there were a yeah. bunch of really easier ones too. Hmm. hmm. It's always fun. Yeah. But like I, again, it's it's that threshold where I don't really want to go hang out with those <laughs> your friends. <laughs> you can just drink, right? You can hang out with Kevin. You can hang out with whoever you want. You can get drunk off your ass. You can play some games. You can answer some trivia. Oliver, I'll fly up next year and we'll go. Deal. I'll make it down next year. If you guys commit to coming, I'll make sure wherever I am, I go. It'll be a date. It'll we be a little three-way. Yep. We I know do we do. Uh-huh. <laughs> no one is more aware than I. Nobody told me about Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, it might be there next year. I'm actually Probably pretty sure we went next through year. a big list of all the events that were in it. You did, yeah, you did. I d- and, and I remember actually you hearing Marvel vs. Capcom going, Oh, no, Marvel vs. Capcom? No. I sort of remember that. I remember him mentioning Worms, and I'm like, oh man, I'm all over that. And this was through the Factory Sealed podcast. We never spoke about it on this show. I cannot ever remember what we do or don't talk about on this show, so yeah, that is probably yeah. true, but... That's fine. That's totally fine. You want to talk about some news? Let's talk about these gruesome kill cams. A couple quick news stories. No, I just wanted to mention that they're still making Sniper Elite games. That's news watch to that me. Did you video, though? No, I, they... didn't, uh, I didn't watch it. So essentially now they all have full skeletal systems with skin and, and veins and all that shit so like everything is fully 100% destructible with like x-ray cameras and shit. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was nice. watching the video of how they were making the sound effects and like this guy twisting stalks of celery and like punching grapes and shit. Yeah, that's that's what I do sometimes. Because that's how your fully, eyeball sounds. They call that. I, I like that game. Like, I played the demo, I'd never bought it, but it was kind of cool. Yeah, the the reward of seeing your bullet do that crazy X-ray slow mo below the dude up is satisfying. almost worth. Yeah, it's it's almost it's worth satisfying. playing through that not really good first person shooter. <laughs> and they're making a part two. They're making a part three. Part three. I'm you looking at I, screenshots from you and I the- played two, Oliver. Oh. Yeah. I'm looking at screenshots from the first one, which came out in 2009, and this looks like an early PS2-era game. Like, it doesn't look good. But 3 looks yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Still in the same, like, um... I don't know what era that was, but... World War Two. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that era. Yeah, I'd like to see a modern Sniper Elite. That'd be cool. I, I think that's way more exciting. Sure. Run on walls. I want to see a new Space Marines game that doesn't suck and isn't third person. Uh, let's 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 go over some news here. Let's talk. Sure, let's talk about Titanfall. EA has sent out a uh, press release saying that Titanfall is uh, to quote them a franchise that will be around for a long time. Uh, quote end quotes. Even if it absolutely completely tanks, they'll just it's, keep it around. At this point, it cannot. It but is physically saying. impossible. Yeah, they're saying uh, DLC. They've already promised. They're saying, "Yep, DLC's coming up." It's probably um, already built into the game. They just got to release yeah. and unlock. 
I bet they won't do that ever again because, man, <laughs> the public backlash is brutal with that. Uh, really, better hiding it. Yeah, well, nothing uh, to this story other than, hey, man, this is uh, going to be around for a while. They're already talking about next year's game. It's kind it's, of a Vaguely, no, 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 no. In the story, they they use the words "next year's game." So it, I mean, somebody out there said the words "next year's game." That's not something you say if a game is coming out two years from now. Honestly, though, like Titanfall was the only game that I really wanted to play on the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And if they're gonna make this like yearly, and that and the second one is gonna come out for PlayStation. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I'm Just okay wait. with it. I'm definitely okay with it. Yeah, if it becomes the early franchise, well, wait the year. Who knows what it's going to be though by next year, or if it is even. It might. It might be two years, right? Because yeah. well, you know, twenty twenty three months from now, the other aspect could still that, be though, next year's game. The other aspect of though is that the the development cycle on a game like this doesn't need to be that long. I guess if you want to add one more new Titan and a couple new weapons and pump out well, another game, just like and... what you were saying, that's what they do with the Call of Duty stuff. As yeah, they just rehash, rehash. You so can why spend three years rehashing when you can rehash in twelve months and pump it out. Sure, if you want. It's not what this guy wants. It's not what anybody should want. That's uh, really all there's to that story. Let's talk about this Heavenly Sword movie that Oliver posted a trailer to. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I've seen that, uh, not that particular trailer, but I was following this a little bit leading up to now. Um, Is that the animated one? Yeah, yeah, it looks almost like the game. I think they made a huge misstep because Oliver's not listening, and this is his story. Okay, he is listening, he just can't talk. There is, um... They didn't get the, they didn't get Andy Serkis back to play yeah, that's too the bad. king. What's his, Bo... Bohan. Bohan? Yeah. That sucks. That does suck because he did a really good job with that. But it's Dustin Hoffman. No, not Dustin. No, Hoffman. uh, Thomas. Molina. Isn't it Thomas Jane? I think it's that Molina guy that plays Doctor Octopus. Thomas Jane is in there somewhere. Yeah, his name was but, on there. So I couldn't find any casting info. Is it the same cast as the game, except for the couple? Because they show in the trailer, they show those. Uh, if you remember the game, they have those four like. The main enemies, yeah, like Flying Fox and that big guy and that uh, turtle mermaid lady. Yeah. That, Are man, they the same cast? So good. That game was already a movie, basically, yeah. with a little bit of gameplay. But so that they game could. Awesome. I wish they, like, franchise that. The reason that game was so great, I, f- I feel like that game just stood on the shoulders of Andy Serkis. That performance was really good. But it was also because it was like it was really early in the PlayStation Three, yeah, and so yeah. it was something new like that. Was it a launch? I don't think it was, think it was launch. Yeah, but it was close. Right after, yeah. But like, I feel like oh. if they put a little bit more time into that, it could it could be up there with like God of War. Sure. And bring like, back Andy Circus. Bring back uh, the girl from Fringe. What's her face? She's back. As the main character. Yeah, Naruko. Naruko. Yeah. Did you guys watch that trailer? Yeah, I I just watched it, yeah. It looks weird. It looks like a great video game trailer. It doesn't look like a very good movie trailer. No, it doesn't. 
really? I think it looks awesome. I'll but see I mean, it. Yeah, it, but... it looks exactly like the game. And yeah, yeah you could you could easily release that trailer and be like, hey, this is totally a game. Like, I, I remember hearing about it and being excited and being like, I really liked Heavenly Sword. That was a great cinematic piece. Sure, you could make it into a movie, I'm, but as soon as they lost Andy Serkis, I was like, oh. I'm looking, I'm comparing release dates here just for the sake of trying to figure out why Heavenly Sword didn't do as well as it should have. It wasn't that far after God of War 2. Yeah, but... Uh, God of War 2 was only on the PS2, though. Oh, I this know was that. This was the... the, the God of War for PS3 at the time. But would you say it's better than God of War? I would say it is as good. I would say anybody who liked God of War up until that point and then saw Heavenly Sword would have went, yes, I am all yeah. about God of War 2, which just came out. I like Heaven- I like that style of gameplay. Heavenly Sword looks like it's for me. I could imagine it was a thing where because it was so early in the PlayStation 3's life and it and, like, nobody really bought the PlayStation 3 because it was, like, $600. <laughs> that, I think, contributed to its unpopularity. Kind of like Lair, but... Well, no, Lair wasn't that... It wasn't... It wasn't, like, a financial failure. It just wasn't one of the best-selling PS3 games. Yeah, but a game like that, you could totally, like, it's the It's the Andy Circus kiss of death. I mean, look at, um... <laughs> Enslaved. Look at Enslaved, same thing. Yeah, that's true. Who's Fantastic game, Circus? very cinematic. He's the uh, the voice actor who plays Gollum? Monkey, in, yeah, Gollum in Lord of the Rings, Monkey Caesar? in Enslaved, in Planet yeah, of the Apes, sure, King Kong in King, King Kong, Kong, I guess if you want to <laughs> bring monkey noises into it. But he's he's the body actor too. Yeah, he was well, he was like production director or something for Heavenly Sword. He was like he was a big part of that game's development. Yeah. Aside from just the voice, but... Um, He's very good. He's really good. It sucks that they couldn't bring him back. He was, like, the part of Heavenly Sword... Like, he was the part where Heavenly Sword went from good to fantastic. Because, like, without him, it's like, eh, yeah, sure, it's okay. It's got a warsh. But, like, his performance and just everything. Fantastic. Yeah. Nailed that role, 100%. And it's such a bummer that he's not back. I wonder and if that, there was some sort of, like, just... Oh, he's doing the Hobbit. Politics to it. He's oh, doing the he? Hobbit. Yeah, he's been doing the Hobbit for the last ten years, probably. Yeah, he's still working on it. Right? I imagine, so, like, I imagine those guys are like, we need Circus back on this shit. Yeah, he's like a fucking second. Man. He's a, he's a second. Hobbit. He's like the second director or something on the Hobbit now. Some some. He's like a huge part of that movie, which uh, it's too bad that he couldn't. They couldn't get him back for this game, or for this movie. Which is a weird thing to think about now that video game movies are actually coming out. The characters in that game are cool too. Yeah, they're okay. Like the little sister. The only, the only one. Yeah, oh, I was. was... Ju- I was just gonna say. What do you think the odds are that she says twing twang? You think? Like, what's what's the line on Pretty some twi- getting some twing twang up Pretty in this good, up in this mother? Thing, her, her thing was the crossbow and the sound it made, and they talked. Yeah, to her. she's autistic or something. She was something. Yeah. Yeah. Twing twang. Uh, <laughs> Weird. She had the be- she had red knees. Why were her knees so red? She had cat ears <laughs> and fucking uh Alright, I'm I'm out on this movie. Remember Never mind. they did uh, the stupid motion control thing where you added the cannibals? Yeah. Uh, after touch. After touch. <laughs> after touch. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You also got a rose. 
Very good game. That's kind of like all the news that I really have for this week. Not much going on. No, uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen Lightning Returns came out. Oh, fucking Christ. That game looks fucking <laughs> retarded and weird, and Apparently, Lightning is a time traveler, and God is a character named God, and they're like, listen, we gotta, we gotta kill God, which seems like a weird thing to say in any Americanized game, but... <laughs> I don't know. Square Enix is convinced that people like Lightning. And general consensus is, like, yeah, the, the 13 was okay, but why the hell is there a trilogy on this game? And you know, That's kind of weird. 13-2 was, was terrible. And then Lightning Returns, the combat system is great. Everything else sucks. She changes costumes. That's so dumb. Great, go play X2. I no X two no. Good, I don't want to play any. Fantastic. I don't want to play any Final Fantasy games, let alone the, ones with lightning. Dress, you get to use the dress sphere and d- play pretty, pretty princess <laughs> dress up. I just and do that in my spare time. I don't, I don't need a Final Fantasy game to play pretty princess dress up. All yeah, right, that's what's you do that with on Batman show next week. So yeah, that's why the cam was pointed at his crotch. Really? So what the hell are you playing pretty, pretty dress up on? Because never mind. No. Uh, hey, I just read this right now that I didn't realize. Apparently, Ellen Page came out as gay. Yep. I was just yeah, browsing through Kotaku. Did you hmm. hear that? Nope. That was huge. For whatever reason, on Reddit. Yep. You know yeah. what? You know what I did do is I read probably that story and took away Ellen DeGeneres came out as gay, <laughs> and then. I talked about that on the radio because oh, no. why is that news to anyone? She married a lady in 2000. She married a model in 2008. They are both women. Why would anyone be surprised that she came out as gay? All right, this makes this makes a lot more a lot more sense now. I think hmm. it's only Grand Prairie listening to your radio show. Shit. That is hilarious. whatever. Whatever. That's all the news I got. Uh, you got to get running here right away too. So I do. I have to leave. So uh... yeah, we uh, will. You know what? We'll hold off emails. How about we'll save them? We'll save them up till next time. <laughs> all right, be cool. Podcast at manatech.com <laughs> is uh, the email address. You can write in any emails to you. We'll uh, we'll get around to them next week. We'll do a bunch. If we get if we get a bunch, we'll do a bunch next week. How about? So if you want your email read, send them in. I don't anticipate any news happening between now and Titanfall. So I mean, we need someone to fill this show with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's gonna do it, man. Yeah. Sorry to cut. Sorry to have to cut out the show in the email section, but hey, no problem. We'll watch Lego Movie. <laughs> I hear that's phenomenal. So do I. Like, just universal appeal, even to adults. Yep, yeah. Sweet. I hear Batman plays a pretty big role in it. Yeah. The, um... What's that guy's name that plays him? He's the magician from Arrested Development. Will Arnett. There you go, yeah. I would watch a lot more movies down here if theaters weren't just flaming cesspools of ignorant people. I hate theaters down here. That's kind of how we feel about America in general. It's kind of weird that American theaters filled with Mm. Americans are just really (laughs) ignorant. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Well, you can follow me on Twitter if you like. I'm the Matt Eads on there. Usually tweeting out to showtimes, that sort of thing. Swears when I lose the car keys. Did you find the car keys? Fuck no. <laughs> but I think some me. I think somebody did find those car keys. Sorry oh. to interrupt you, Eric, because uh, we came back the next day, and I guarantee I locked that car, and the car was unlocked, and a window was down about two inches. So <laughs> somebody found them. Follow me at OJE underscore A underscore. So I haven't switched it. <laughs> Is it OJE? Yes. No, it's OJ. Yeah, it's, it's just, just OJ underscore A underscore. You I'm don't even sure know your OJ underscore A underscore, dude. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's yeah, what I've been putting. That totally is. <laughs> don't follow that other, that other wow. guy. You can I'm follow me. Get... Uh, can I get say mine? Sure. <laughs> you can follow me at Honest Pizza there. I'm trying to get the one I want, which has been inactive since like 2008. Which don't one? tell us. Don't okay. don't tell us. Do not say on the yeah, show because it will like everyone will be clamoring for it after. So, but like, there's literally no way, no real way to sixty nine. Is it is it sixty nine hardcore blazer four twenty XX? It's close to yeah, that. No scope. <laughs> uh, Kev, what's your Twitter, man? Uh, you follow me at Dinner Dangles. I will follow you at Dinner Dangles. That's going to do it for the show. Write us in some questions. We'll get around to them next week. And we'll see you all in the next edition of the Manitank Podcast. Bye.